You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. everybody and welcome to episode 55 of the corpse cast podcast i'm mike and look who we got over there folks hi everybody it's shane shane hi. how you doing hey. man dude i'm tired i'm worn I'm why, are you, why are you so tired though man it's a zombie freaking dude that was that was a week ago one week from like last week right now yeah we were in winchester virginia rocking at the alamo draft house man man it was a good damn time i gotta say that dude Okay, so let's talk about that for a minute, shall we? Okay. Okay, there, there's a lot of good stuff, okay? Zombie TV, of course. First of all, it was weird because they treated us really good. I know. You know, we they had... treated us know, like we were kind of somebody. In, well, which, Slightly. Well, somebody. which is not true at all, but I mean, whatever. Yeah. You know, good for them. Good for them for showing some class, right? Sure, sure. That was classy, okay. But here, here's what we're going to do. We're, we're going to... I'm going to pass by all that stuff, Okay. Um, let me go ahead. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and, and say some of my favorite parts from last weekend, okay? Okay. And you tell me yours, okay? Well, first of all, we saw City of the Living Dead on the big screen. Yeah, that was great. And we sat in the back row and it was me, you, and Lauren and Lauren's friend. Abby, yeah. And, uh, Shane cracked jokes the whole time and we oh, yeah. all, and we all giggled. Oh, and, yeah. it, and it was fun. It was fun. Uh, we had the Midget Zombie Takeover, dude. That movie. Enjoyed that. Dude, that I it looks terrible and it is terrible, but it was so much fun to watch. There's man. something to be said about terrible that is good and terrible that is just terrible. And this was fun as shit to yeah. watch, man. Yeah, it, midget zombie takeover. Except for I am a little miffed about one thing because he's like, "Hey, we got our movie for five bucks." So I was like, "Here, son, here's my five bucks." Yeah. But then uh, I realized later that he was giving them away to everybody else to. Well, he gave me Glenn gave me like three copies of it. It's yeah, like, hey man, it's just... like well, I paid five bucks for mine. Whatever. Okay, yeah. that's cool. I have no hard feelings or anything like that. Yeah, don't don't have I mean, hard feelings. I mean, it's like it's not like I earned that money and work hard for well, yeah, five but, bucks. You know, I just maybe I just said, man, that was some <laughs> that was the bomb. What? Oh, you said the bomb, so therefore... So, so that was his trigger. He's like, oh, you get a free one because yeah. you said... Okay, that's awesome. Uh, okay, so then we had the shorts. Uh, there, we had like a, a whole collection of shorts. My favorite was the grasshopper one where yeah, it was... I can't even remember what it was called. Was it called grasshopper? I think that was Elle's favorite too. Everyone was talking about the grasshopper. I, I was not in the shorts. Oh, dude, my theater. favorite short was one called The Dump. The Dump. Wait, yeah, did you see that one? No. Okay, so there's two dudes, two serial killers... That are going to dispose of their, you know, bodies that they've, of course, recently dispatched. Uh-huh. And, uh, they run into each other and they kind of form a little relationship. It was really, it was actually really funny. Uh, we saw the ABCs of death. Awesome. Which was totally cool, man. Yeah. I you know what's it. funny is I watched that again last night at my house. Oh, yeah? I turned it on. I'm getting ready for the show. I'm like, hey, let's type some. What notes. is that on VOD or, or, I mean, where yes, can you see it? It's on VOD. Oh, it's on, like Amazon or what? It's not on. Yes, it, it's, it's not I, on Netflix or anything like that. No, it's not on Netflix. It's, it's Amazon.com uh, or something like that. Yeah, it's Amazon streaming. I think it is. I think that's what it's on. Yeah, it's not anyway. Um, uh, let's see. We had uh, and there was tons of other stuff. My favorite part had to be mm-hmm. 
First of all, my favorite part, of course, was recording the live show from there. Because I'll tell you what, man, usually when we record a live show, it's like we show up early. We're there setting up lights. We're there getting cameras ready and stuff like that. All we did there is show up, sit down, do our thing, stand up, and walk away. Yeah. That was that was pretty easy, man. That crowd was, in the background and everything. That was pretty yeah, crazy. The, the rustle of the crowd. And, yeah. And we had some folks that were watching us. And even though they couldn't hear us because it wasn't like it was coming out of the PA or anything like that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they seemed to have fun. I oh, had a great yeah. time. And that should be coming out pretty quick on uh, Zombie TV if you've got that. I don't know what Dale's going to do. If he's gonna have like a whole category for stuff that happened at the freaking, there was a lot of stuff. We got, I got a, I got a chance to talk with Mr. Lobo. That oh, dude, by him. the way, is a badass. Man. Yeah, what he a great is, guy. He is so, he is so much fun, and uh, he knows the shit too. I, I had a chance to to eat breakfast with him. Oh, him and his really? wife and Dale, and I walked out there. I gotta admit though, I was in no mood for talking. I just, I was like, oh, I gotta get my ass out there so I get some eggs. Yeah, I want to. Oh eat. yeah, 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 yeah. You went to, you were up early for the free eggs and. Stuff well, that's that's there. because I didn't go to bed at five a.m. Yeah. every night. Every like, night it was like a five five a.m. I was like a tour, and I'll tell you what, I I'll tell you what, two a.m. is late for me. Oh yeah, late for this big dog, yeah. you know. And and I'll t- and yeah, but you were man, you were like a juggernaut, man. Dude, I was hanging with Lauren and Abby a lot. I mean, we were we were hanging out. Yeah, we saw the pictures. Just, she, oh my! She God. like pose you with her puppy and take pictures. Oh, and dude, cute. it was so it, much fun. It was kind of like I, I I like I saw some of those pictures and I likened it to remember back in the eighties and nineties how they how the ladies would like go get like I can't remember what it's called like glam pics or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, glamour shots. Glamour right. shots. Yeah, and and they'd go and they'd pop their collars. I would have went. Like, I would have went for one of those. Yeah, and I thought I I, I didn't because I was asleep, man. I I couldn't. I could not hack it. Ugh. So I was sleeping, and there you are. I wake up the next morning, see all these glamour shots with you and the one-eyed puppy. It was so great. Oh yeah, Daisy. Da- yeah, new best friend. Let me yeah. tell you something though. My favorite part of the the, the best thing the that entire, I saw. Okay, the whole thing, Kung Fu Dykes. Yeah, they were they, pretty badass. Oh my gosh, dude. I was. Oh, they put on a good. It's a band that I've never seen before. Uh, what's the girl's Kim? Kim's the lead singer. She was, she was like, like fantastic, you know, with yeah, her, and they, yeah. you know, they, they dress up like kind of like a sci-fi gore-ish, you know, yeah, type yeah, of blue it's light. Totally type of kind of gore-ish, but they've got the costumes that change with the lighting. Yeah. That was fantastic. It was, it was so much fun. I'm sitting there right up front and it was weird because, you know, you're watching a band and you're in theater seats because we're all at the Alamo Draft House. By the way, we need an Alamo Draft House here. Oh yeah. That place was badass. That's like, uh, Broovies on steroids. That's like Century 16 because they had all the big movies in yeah, there too. Yeah, it's like it's like in Salt Lake. There's a place called Broovies, but Broovies is like the the crack horse sister of Alamo yeah, Draft House. Yeah, it's like while we're doing these movies, come down get some barbecue wings, drink beer, whatever. and it was good food. Had too. all like the the Hobbit and the Warm Bodies. Absolutely, and, all that and it was good food, man. But I had so I, their show, man, was great. Hanging out with those guys, they were pretty nice until uh, well, except for when you try to get on their drums and shit. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> during the like during that. during the uh what was that the uh the the monster ballad uh, uh karaoke or yeah. whatever that was yeah. I, I sat down on the drums and the, but I do like the the vigilance yeah uh, sure. they, they were just right there to go I mean I hit the cymbal and a snare and it was like dude get up off that well they were right there man in that yeah. in that Kim I her name is Kim Killadilla on Facebook or whatever Kim she's Killadilla. she's a firecracker man 
Yeah, it she, was fun. She, I like recording like in the room with uh, Lauren. I, I've i heard yeah, some fun. peeps say that they... No, no, no. They, you heard B. Tow Truck the, the have to- a problem. Was, uh, but listen, yeah. I, it was punk rock podcasting, man. We we clicked on a recorder, stuck it in the middle of the room, and we all just started to talk. But you also got to take into consideration we started it, and then we had to stop for a good two hours to go drink beer and watch the ABCs of Death. Is that, what it, is that what it was? Yeah. And and then we had big old Char Char there, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie Williamson, and his buddy uh, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon and Charlie. Who, by the way, Brandon? Let me tell you a little story about Brandon. I hope he's listening right now. Okay, let me tell you. Let me. You know what? Let me. Let me. Let me give you an inspirational song. I wish we. I wish that I had some inspirational music queued up so we could play behind this. Mm-hmm. But there's a man named Shane Diablo who, uh-huh. who took when, when there was a person in need, Charlie. Charlie Williamson from the group. Uh-huh. When he was in need, guess who stepped up to the call? Shane Diablo. He wheeled Charlie around when we couldn't figure out where Brandon was. Brandon had all the all the room keys and stuff like that. Couldn't find him. He might as well have been dead. I don't know. We don't know what happened exactly. Well, we ended up knowing what happened because after yeah. a couple of hours, they found out that, you know, they finally got in the room and he was there in his tidy Hey, writing. I take care of my people. Then, you know what, Shane? I take care of my people. That makes me feel good because he was it, like, "What the hell? Where did this guy go?" I was yeah. like, "Hey, this isn't this the man? This is the dude." He's like, "I don't know where the fuck he went." Boy. <laughs> He's gonna have oh, a so underpants picture of him on Facebook before yeah. the end of the night. I'll tell and I'll you tell what. you what that that was that was the I think that was the first night because that was the night because yeah. that was another five a.m. for you that I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" If every I night five a.m. six a.m. I was I was a tour man, and that's <sighs> that's because you heated the call, man. It, well, I was on fire, man. You were on fire. I was in, you know, dude, we saw the, the all the shit, the cool stuff. Oh, man. yeah, man. Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. We went, we, we stopped in Washington, D.C. I'd never been there. Yeah. Out of all the dude, places it, I've been, no. I've never been there, man. Exorcist stairs, the Exorcist, house yep. and all that. Oh, shit. That was it so was, much fun, man. That was, gosh, you know, in, 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 they're thinking about doing another one in October. Uh-huh. You know, we have till then to figure out the logistics of the time off and all that stuff. Too. Sure. But I'll tell you what, man, I would do it in a heartbeat. You know, I if you know, yeah, I'd love to. Hey, anytime. You know, Especially as as since they flew us out there, and and uh, I came home and I told my wife, oh, you know, I only spent two hundred and some odd bucks, you know, on this thing on the whole trip. Yeah, and she was shocked that because every time I you know go out you know for a horror thing, I usually spend a grand or something like that. You know, I mean, with you know with uh, you know flight and stuff like that. But but you know that wasn't what it was all about. Yeah, we, they flew us out there. They towed us. Our, they towed our asses around. We saw zombie TV studio studios amazing yeah you know and i'll tell you what man i know dale doesn't listen i well i assume dale doesn't listen to the show but man he he brought us in there he had his dad there and man he was making us his dad tony tony he's awesome dude he was so welcoming man it was just and that was the best chicken salad sandwich i've ever had in my life he rocked us a couple of chicken salad sandwiches man and we got to see where all the magic at zombie tv happens and i'll tell you what it's it's uh um it makes me um feel like our setup isn't worthy i even emailed down like dude where'd you get those lights because those lights were badass and oh yeah whatever <laughs> you, you know we, uh, uh, onwards and upwards i guess we, you know what we're, we we're gonna upgrade we're gonna upgrade parts you know slowly but surely one at a time you know we're not made of money people yeah. okay uh but anyway fun time you know i got a couple quick things let's hear it uh first off mad mad shout out to sean from uh, rottencotton.com. Oh my god. He sent me and Mike love packages with 
a shit ton of T-shirts, stickers, DVDs, everything in it. And, awesome. And, and we're not lying. I mean, there was probably six or five or six T-shirts yeah, in there each for us. So wow, that's absolutely awesome. If you want to shop for horror, you go to Sean at RottenCotton.com. <laughs> also, I want to bring this up. Oh, okay. My okay. big brother. You know, we talked about a little band called Impaler. Oh, yeah. My big brother. Yeah, my sure, big brother right. sent me this. No way. This is a... Now, check this out. This is going to blow your mind. This is a CD, Impaler, 30 Years and Rising. It's just a little EP. Uh-huh. It's got five songs on it. Oh. There are only a hundred. No way. I've got copy copy 78. Now, I want you to look at that 78 on there. He wrote it because with a red what sharpie. That, what that is, uh-huh. is every member of Impaler's blood, they put what? into a thing to number each one of no. these albums. Oh, so what I say to you right now is go to their Facebook page uh-huh. or whatever and get whatever's left of those 100 oh, because that right man. there is in blood. I wouldn't touch it because I'm not, I, I'm no, not I sure that those yeah. guys don't have AIDS they're, they're because they're not clean. Well, they're big themselves. rock stars and shit, right? Yeah. They, they've got some kind of something, but I mean, it's fantastic. I say, if you get the chance, if you want one of these, there's only a hundred of them. Go get one, go to their Facebook page. Cause they don't have a website anymore. Oh. And, uh, and say, I want one of these. That's pretty badass, man. That's awesome as shit. Very actually. cool. That's my big brother. Well, dude, you know what? And he loves you. Bill he, Lindsay, my big bro. He, he, it's like he's putting his arm around you. Saying, he's a sweet angel. Bro, here we go. Listen, I got a couple of things to talk about. All right. Um, first of all, uh, okay, I want to mention one thing. Okay, we're doing a lot of pimping, right? Yes. I want to pimp one more thing. Pimp it. There has been a listener for of the show since Kid Averlab. I mean, he does. He's not like a regular uh, contributor or anything like that. But he's been listening. And I've been quizzing him on. Okay, well, on episode twelve. We did this movie. What did we say about this? You know, and I quizzed him because uh-huh. I'm like, I want to, you know, I want to help him out and stuff like that. Right. And he answered all the questions. I just want to mention one thing. There's a guy who you may or may not have heard me talk about. His name's Rob Latch. Rob Latch. Oh, sorry. Keith Latch. Oh my God. Keith Latch. Apparently we're, yeah, uh, it's been a long time. I was going to say Rob, uh, best, but I, I mixed him up. Because I was kind of going Rob. Okay. But because yeah, Rob okay, best, you know, but, but those are my two favorite, uh, Authors, Rob, mm. <laughs> Rob Best and Keith Latch. And one day I'm going to have a threesome with them. Oh. Except for, uh, uh, oh. I hope that, uh, I, I just hope that they'll have me as guess one day. Anyway, I just wanted to pimp some that he's got coming on, uh, coming up. Uh, oh, he's got a Kickstarter and he actually said he got it from you guys. And, and listen, I'm not going to take too much time. Uh, so bear with me here. I just wanted to say he's got Omega. Uh, he, he had an Omega Earth Zero. He was uh-huh. doing a podcast. Okay. He was writing a book called Omega Earth Zero, okay. and he was podcasting it, but it wasn't finished yet. So basically, you know, he'd write a chapter, somebody would read it, and I, I read a couple of chapters for him back in the day. Uh, but, you know, what they decided to do, they decided to actually turn it into a comic book, so we got another buddy of mine, Steve Wands, and a couple of the guys that I'm not sure that I know, um, you know, and, and they're putting together this whole comic book thing. Let me mention the dudes that I do know. Steve Wands, he's the artist of the Cadaver Lab toe tag logo. Okay. You yeah, know, that, that, that awesome badass thing. Yeah. And he, he's a really cool dude, man. Uh, he's also a published writer with Stay Dead, uh, colon, the strange, the stranger in the tunnel rats. Uh, let me just send you to his website, uh, Steve Wands, uh, dot blogspot.com. Uh, like I said, Keith Latch, one of the best books I've ever read in my life. 
And I'm not sure. I mean, this is a really super good book, but I haven't read a ton of shit in my life. Uh, but go check out Cemetery Things. Cemetery. That's things. probably one of my favorite books that I've ever read. Wow. It, it was key, it was awesome. Keith Latch, man, did a great job with that. Um, his website is omegathecomic.wordpress.com. Super talented guys. I just wanted to point you to their Kickstarter, which is kickstarter.com slash projects slash broken mind slash omega dash issue dash one. <sighs> Crashing dash into dash earth. <laughs> now, if I were you, I'd go to Kickstarter and just search Omega ish Omega yeah, crashing into earth. That's going to be the best way to do yeah, that. I would say as well. But I just wanted to, those I'll guys have a been, link in the group. Is there a link in the group? Uh, I haven't posted any links in the group yet. No, but all I'm saying is these two guys have been supporters of the show, even sure. cadaver lab, especially. Yeah. Uh, you know, but you know, they're, they're good. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I've never met them personally, stuff like that, but they've always been so cool to me. So yeah, good people, so, are good you know, people, right? They've done me so many favors. I kind of want to do them a favor, but these guys are way more talented than me, way more awesome than me. So I'm, I feel like I can't wait to meet them. Yeah. They're, they're amazing. So there you go. Um, a couple things also there, there's three things I have left and this is because we did a crazy show last week and I didn't get a chance to do all this. Yeah. I just wanted to mention one more time. Die Monster Dice playing. Uh, March 2nd at Burt's Tiki Lounge. That's yep. all I'll say of about course, it. Of course, yeah. Salt Lake City people are in there about. So Come on out. I'm talking Good to you time. people in Reno, Darian, and, and the rest. Um, let's see. Um, is that it? I think that's all I've got, except for, dude, I've got some bad news. Uh-oh. Got some bad news. And Uh-oh. I just wanted to mention this. Oh, this. Here's the thing. You remember last year when I had to get that surgery on my neck? Uh-huh. Well, apparently they didn't get all the stuff out. They didn't get the nookie. They didn't get it. Well, they got a lot of it, but they didn't get it all of it. So basically, I've got to go back in for surgery, right. which is no big deal. Last, I mean, last year I talked and my, you know, I'll lose my voice and stuff like that for a little while. Sure. The problem is, is I'm going into surgery on April second. Yeah. The problem with that is, the Days of the Dead in yes. L.A. is on yeah. April fifth. Yeah. And I won't be able to make it, man. Yep. I, we're gonna have to pass on that. So, already. and I, I feel terrible. I've been looking forward to it so much. It's funny because Creep's been on our uh, page saying, "Man, you guys coming out? Oh, you guys coming on the yeah. Oh shoot, man! I really wanted to head out. There's and check always that next out. year. There is. I feel bad, um, but because we we've been planning on it for so long, you know. Yeah. And I mean, I, I I don't I don't know how. Well, then we started with the the Days of the Dead, but then. The zombie freak game right. came up and everything right. else. So, you know, it's, 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 it yeah, is. The, what yeah, it is. the freaking just kind of popped up and, and it's like, I mean, we had a choice to go out there for free and everybody treated us nice and it was awesome. Oh. So, but, you yeah, know, so it is. Next year for next sure. Year. How about, uh, you know, can we do that? Well, what, we what like happens if we have another freaking? All I'm saying is, is people, I would do it except for I'll probably be on my ass. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. So I don't know. I feel bad. Uh, sorry to be a downer, but you know what? Celebi. I don't, I don't know. Don't be a Debbie it's funny. Gunner, be it's a funny because our buddy, bottom I'll, buddy. I'll be a pat. What? No, I'm going to be neither. Let me, let me, let me say one thing though. It came down to this. Um, I could have either got the surgery, um, the day before, like early, like really early, the day before we left for the freak end. Right. And I would have missed the freak end or the next time he had available was April was, 2nd. Yeah. And I would have missed that. And since it's zombie TV, and since, you know, they were going to fly us out for free and treat us nice and, 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 uh, you know, be all, be too nice to us and yeah. treat us too good because Just, I don't understand what that whole deal was, but we didn't deserve it. But all I'm saying is, so I kind of made a decision. Unfortunately, we're not, we're just not going to make it to Days of the Dead. So take it for what it is. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Eat it.
fucking will be back next year. I don't, you know. Yeah, I just wanted to let everyone know. I don't everyone think everyone's crying bad. on their pillow that we can't make no, it. No, no, no. I agree, but I, I feel kind of bad because we kept talking about it. And here, yeah. we've been talking well, about it for a year. It would and be nice, but we can't. So next time. Uh, but, but I'll tell you what, probably in October, we're doing another freaking. So just, yeah. just keep that in mind if you want to come out to that. Okay. We got some voicemails, bro. Oh, yeah. We got to get through those. We've already been talking for almost 20 minutes. Let's get through this. Uh, let's get into the show. We're, we're having any mention we're talking about today. Uh, we're going to be talking about a band called Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. You ever heard about them? I have. Apparently yeah. they've been around for a little while. Okay? Yeah, a little, little, just a stitch. And they've, they've, uh, actually have been around for so long that they have a best of. Mm-hmm. And that's the album we're going to be talking about. And that's about. what we're doing. And we're going to be talking about a movie from 1981 called Ghost Story, which, you know what's funny is this, this, uh, the, 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 the material for this, this show. Yeah. Um, is probably one of the, uh, you know, but before we, you know, when we're just like, oh, okay, let's do it. I put it on the list. Like, you know, it's in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say, I wasn't that excited about either one of these. Uh, but you're totally excited now. Well, I, well, I'm just, I, I could just tell you how, how wrong I was, oh. you know, and I'll tell you why I was wrong too. But first of all, let's get into voicemails. Um, and this one's from Zoe, you know, in, uh, they're in the UK. Uh, yeah. Uh, which up and coming horror directors of today do you think will be remembered in 30 to 40 years? You know, much like Toby Hooper, mm-hmm. Wes Craven, yeah. John Carpenter. Who do you think is going to be the new batch of the, uh, of that kind of legend in horror? Anyway, let's go ahead and do this. Let's get right into the voicemails. Uh, I think we got Alan up on tap, right? Oh, let's do it. Louis CK says. What? It's all downhill from here. Let me tell you something, Shane. We're recording, by the way, just, oh, so, you, just so you know. Dude, I forgot one thing. It was on my list and everything, man. It was your it was your birthday this last week. February thirteenth, two thousand thirteen. Yep. The big four oh forty. Oh, wow. Congratulate you made it, Shane. You Do you know it. that people that listen to the show could probably figure out my age just by going eighties thrash, bro. Hey, sure. Like growing up with the eighties and shit. <laughs> sure. It's like, yeah, you gotta be somewhere around there, right? Dude, not well, I just want to say happy birthday, man. Well, yeah. God bless you. Thank well, you. Well, I mean, you know, you deserve it. You you deserve, I deserve it, forty. So. Yeah, well, I hope okay. I deserve 41. Let's, yeah, let's keep our fingers crossed. <laughs> well, I hope you do too, man. Oh, that, man, I can't believe I spaced bringing that up. But okay, we had a lot to talk about the early two. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's let's get back to the voicemails with Alan. In and out. Mike, Shane, what's up? What's up? Uh, questioning episode about the horror directors. I don't know if there's going to be any iconic ones in 30 or 40 years. Well, you never know. Um, You know, Wes Craven, John Carpenter... George Romero, they're all still making movies. That's good. That's good. Uh, maybe not as good as what they were doing, but <laughs> they're still out there making flicks. As far as the current crop, you know, maybe Rob Zombie, mm-hmm. but we don't. Maybe Eli Roth, but it just don't seem like we've created a hype with um, the horror character. You know, one of the reasons I think everybody knows oh, yeah. Wes Craven. And John Carpenter and George Romero. That's actually a really good they point. They created icons with, uh, and, and fuck Toby Hooper. He did, uh, an icon. Oh, they've yeah. all created an icon. Well, that's true. Uh, you know, Eli Rawls done two, done Hostel one and two. But there's no face of that's Hostel. not really iconic. I mean, you don't see the torturers or whatever on t-shirts or action figures. Yep. Um, 
You know, you see the Firefly family, so that that's a little iconic. And I know Rob Zombie remade Halloween one and two, Halloween one two, but I don't think you set your dynasty on remakes. No, I I even if they are build a build a dynasty, and uh, so man, I don't know who we're going to be talking about in thirty or forty years. Mm -hmm. I also think some of it is so much horror now gets distributed smaller. Oh, yeah. It's out there, but... Well, there's so much more, too, it, now. A lot of it don't come out in theaters, or if it comes out, it ain't there for a while, you know, but you got to kind of hunt for it. Yeah. And I think that all damages somebody becoming iconic, and uh, that's all I got. Y'all that's have a good, good one. points, man. It's true. It's a different... Obviously, the, the market, the horror film market's a lot different than it was back when we created all these... You know, it's funny, too, is because... Uh, you know, he mentioned a lot of guys, and they're all coming from the same era. I mean, the '80s, you know, and whatnot. Yeah. Um, what about? I mean, but I mean, we had Ed Wood, and we had people, you know, before that. Well, oh my gosh, Rock Corman and stuff like who's still doing stuff. Sure. You know? And sure. you know, but it's like, I mean, you didn't have like the Universal, you know, those guys and stuff like that. And we're still talking about their films. And I whatnot. think the nice thing about now is that it doesn't matter if it comes out in theaters because you can get that up on VOD. That's true. And boom. That's true. That's going to be the new way to do things. The th- the, the, but and that's fine. But but I think what Alan's talking about is the fact that yeah, it's there. It's great. It, we I can watch it from the comfort of my own home. But the problem is, is maybe that's not, you know, the type of environment that creates icons. You know, and 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 just just because back in the day, I mean, you remember seeing Exorcist lines well you know, yeah, around I the mean, block. Do you see that? It, anymore? It, hey, know, it's hard to town. come up with the. I mean, if we're talking about iconic characters, sure. That's hard to do. Right. No, that's there's no, really, that, there's really no doubt about hard that. to do. Absolutely. And I think that just happens, you know, they, I don't think any one of them set out to create something that was going to last 30, 40 years. They just go, wow, that lasted this long. I can't believe it. <laughs> that could you know? be. That could be. Who knows? Uh, B tow truck called in. Oh, hey God, guys. This guy. What the fuck are you doing? We're doing good, man. I'm doing all right, I guess. Good. It's been a busy fucking week. I haven't even gotten through the whole show, having to request the episode. You Nothing. bastard. But, you know, voicemails are funny. <laughs> fucking voicemails are always good, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I never got back to you with my horror story answer. Oh, shit. Because we had a little mechanical issue with one of the uh, club trucks. And, oh. You know, when Val's truck breaks down, everything stops until that truck is fixed. <laughs> That got done. He's ready now. Just me doing my thing, really. <laughs> um, wanted to call and wish you guys love and luck. And um, Don't know if you're going to be doing voicemails and all that shit while you're out there. I know you're doing no. a show. Just want to say, goddamn, I don't envy you on that Econo flight, Denver to Virginia. I hope no, there's a Salt Lake to Virginia. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. That one like wasn't you. bad. We, we had and a seat between us. Everybody brings weird foreign food to snack on along the way. No, we didn't have any problems with that, um, did we? Because well, uh, I don't know. if you got to be in an airplane, it might as well be full-blown torture. <laughs> I agree, though. I anyway, hate love airplanes. you guys. Plus, I'm a big dude, I'll so. get through this episode, next episode. Fuck it. I'll, I'll call back later. He didn't call back, so he's lying to us right now. But I'll tell you what, it's good to know that he still loves us and whatever. And I, I hear a tinge of like, like, uh, love in his voice too. Like he was going to, like he got off the phone and started crying. 
because he did, was, did you, well, I'll tell you why. Because we didn't we we didn't do our uh, video episodes last week because yeah. we were too we didn't have time to prepare while we were out at like, uh, Virginia. You know when they get that when they're when they're throat. when their lip starts yeah. twinging. Yeah. So my baby done die, my baby gone gone out to Virginia. Where you at? Oh, dude, yeah, but dude, Brian Beto. Yeah. Here we go. This Wednesday, we're back. We're back. The Everything's going back to normal. Yeah. We're back. We're doing two more episodes. Video back episodes. in the saddle. Except for I better get going on my editing. Uh, we've, we've recorded all the way through, I think, 22. Mm-hmm. And I haven't even edited 16 yet. Hmm. So there you go. Uh, let's you see. You better get busy. I know. I know. Hey, easy for you to say, dick. I mean, Jeez. what? Uh, GW called him. Oh, the G-Dub, Gary. Gary, uh, calling him late. I'm sorry about that, guys. Hope I get on the air. It but, happens. Uh, you made it. How you guys doing? Good. Hope you guys had a great time at this weekend. Holy crap. Like, guys, you guys sure want to leave dead well pretty good. <laughs> She's kind of tired of the podcast. Yeah. But, um, question of the episode, I guess, would be, uh, which director, I guess, you were picking, like, current directors, like today's directors. I think it would have a long lasting impression in the next 20 years. Mm-hmm. If I had to pick one, I guess, to pick, like, the foreign director, Takashi Miike. Oh, dude. Graphic as fuck. Yeah. And, you know, if you watch it, you know, you introduce it to other folks, I'm sure they'll spread around like wildfire, and you yeah. might enjoy it a lot, you know? Yep. Thanks a lot, guys. We'll talk to you soon. See you on Twitter and stuff, okay, in the group? Bye. Oh, absolutely. GW, man, he is he G-W. is in and out. Man. He's like, you know what? I got some shit to drop. Let's drop this yeah. shit to Kashi Miike. And I got to say, he's actually, you know what? Too, like, Alan mentioned one of mine. And that was the other one. Oh, so, so he you hit yours. But hit but I'm bottom. still going to mention him because you know what? I'd love to hear my own voice. So oh, I'm gonna, I know you do. I mean, and uh, you you've probably got like a total breakdown of why. So I, I do. I ha- I do have a total breakdown. Do. Well, listen, right. I like to prepare well, the show. It's good. Don't be it's a good thing. Don't it's make me feel bad, bad about my decisions in thing. life. Okay. Uh, GP called them a couple times. Oh, GP. Apparently got GP. Yes, GP. Uh, <laughs> Slowly recovering from the heartbreak of not being able to meet you guys. Oh. I mean, you were so goddamn close. Well, October. You would have been a 5 a.m. Oh, white-ass motherfucker. Yep. Yeah, not so. me. I'm a 2 a.m. No, only four hours away. If I had, like, another car, maybe. And let me tell you something, I, too. I would, you know, and, not, you know, oh, Jesus, God, it just sucks. Okay, I paused it. just right there, I, I pause it now for real, dude. Let me tell you something, okay? I'm I'm not I'm not quite as old as you are. No, I'm no, but no. I'm almost there, okay? And I'm a two a.m.er, man. That and I was a reluctant two a.m.er. The only reason I'm still up at two a.m. is because they had shit starting at midnight. Yeah. And yeah, after was, the, I am spent, I, I'm sorry. It's funny because I don't know how many DMD shows we've been to yeah. where like you know we it's it's one a.m. and like oh let's get our shit back to the to the garage or whatever and I'm just like oh my gosh yeah. and the I and, can't and do we it still keep going yeah well and but I'm out of there man then I am gonna talk about no oh, you were great man no yeah. you see were great. I miss all that because oh, I'm just yeah. like oh my gosh I I I don't know what happened to me but I am no longer 18 years old but yeah so he's a 5 a.m. or he sent me a picture that I didn't even get till we got back of him going. I'm crying. Like, uh, I'm crying, everybody. But it's like I, my phone would not work out there. No, your phone, your phone shit all. pants out there. Is like, it working now? Perfectly. We not as soon as we got to Salt Lake International. Really? Boom. How about that? No man. problem. Ain't That's no cool. Thing. That's cool, man. Uh, let's. let's freaking so hours away. Yeah. Uh, That's your. Bad. Warren was there, and that was included. I mean, Charlie was. Oh man. 
Yeah, it's anyway, all there. We had a good time, man. Hopefully, I think uh, they're talking about another one. Hopefully, it's in the same area. I think it is. I think it's. And I, I can go. Uh, well, here's why because freaking Steve I'll runs that town in Winchester. Yeah, he runs it. He's like the mafia. It's only a different hour to get my freaking hugs and lift them and squeeze things. I will lift you. Lift I don't care hugs. how big you are. Anyway, uh, question the episode. Uh, what director, uh, our director will be uh, talking about 20 years from now. I only have one in mind right now. Only one I can really think of. Guillermo del Toro. Oh, that oh guy my gosh, that's a good one. Ding, he hit one of mine. On uh, he, he produces works of art. He does. He's Labyrinth. gorgeous, man. Hellboy. No, that's a, that, uh, I, how did I miss that one? Well, yeah, I mean, if he, if, if he ever gets to do, uh, Mounds of Madness, that, oh, I, I dude, I mean, unreal, that would be awesome. Um, and like I said, he's got such an imagination. Uh, that movie would be freaking awesome. So, awesome. Guillermo del Toro, he's the guy who's going to be looking back and, and saying, God damn, he's so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> don't have much to say about Life and Agony. It's not my thing. Um, <laughs> it, not saying that it's, it's, it's not good. It's just, you know, not quite where I'm at. And... Not really interested to look into. I mean, like I said, it's not about this bad stuff like that. Um, however, since you brought him up, it's legal for me to talk about him. Sure. Uh, Harry Jake. Now that, that's a man right there. Uh, Greatest Stories Live is one of my favorite albums of all time. And, uh, what daddy doesn't kind of cry hearing that, that song? Not, dude, he I cry right now. I know. That he even he I'm had. crying right I, now. You know, Harry Chapin is a mope. I mean, he, or was, excuse me. Yeah, was just but, um, like me. That, and uh, here's another one, and, and don't judge, but it goes to the, uh, the trivia. It's trying to be best based on that. <laughs> um, how about Uneasy Rider 2 by Charlie Daniels? Oh, I haven't heard it. Funny. I don't yeah, know if I've heard, heard that, that one. No. How about that? All I've heard is Devil Goes Down to Georgia or whatever that is. He's about to get GP'd. Right. Talk to you all later. I love no, you. Not. And no, I'll be able to see he, he didn't get GP'd, but I think that's because he was he didn't want to like get GP'd, but he called back in. Oh, so here he is. Hey guys, GP again. Uh, just one little thing I, I kind of forgot. Um, it's from my buddy James Ermagers. Um, and I apologize in advance, but here we go. Who's <laughs> that? Sorry, that's for James. Bye. You know what's funny? Is he I don't text, get it. He texted. I don't know what's going on there, but he probably. I mean, it's probably an inside joke between him and James there yeah. in Billings, Montana. But let me tell you something. He texted me today. GP texted me today. He's like, "Dude, I don't know how you guys do it, man. I about threw out my my larynx seeing the, yeah. the turbo." I told him. I told him what he doesn't know, dude, is we don't actually say it. We actually have like we two dudes sitting around there. Yeah, and and we have two we, guys. To we have here. stunt turn up the radio, guys. Yeah, okay, so you you might hear a little snap. Yeah. That's us going. Do it Boom. now. Yeah. And then they- <laughs> yes. And I'm gonna. Maybe we. Need I just a disclaimer. do the beat. Yeah. Maybe we need a disclaimer because I'll tell you what, man. Yeah. That's dangerous shit right there. The, I like the. <laughs> All right. I'll throw that in. All right. Awesome. Uh, Jake the Snake. Jake, let it rain. Uh, hold on. I said Jake, let it rain. Thank you. Jane. Oh, there Jake he is. Burrito Pete. First of all, happy <laughs> Harry Warden Day. Ooh, thank you very much. It uh, was Valentine's Day. I totally effed it up. Oh, my God. I've been 
searching for this movie forever, you well, know, ever I since I was talking. It Friday the 13th. Oh, Bay of Blood, yeah. Ooh, now it's on Netflix. Got, never got a hold of it until Netflix. Thank you, Netflix. Shit, yeah, Holy bro. Holy shit, this movie's freaking crazy. That was awesome. Everybody's killing everybody. Who's <laughs> not a killer? No, that woman making mm-hmm. Brunhilde? Some the nice, ending. some nice kids. Sure, absolutely. Maybe just I'm a sick bastard, but <laughs> maybe it's because of the irony. I don't know. What happens? Uh, Life of Agony. Yeah, they're a good band. You know, I mean, Don't you give me that. I mean, they fit the whole 90s style thing. You know, I mean, I, I don't know if anybody here has seen Ted, but, you know, Ted says, this is what every artist in the 90s sounded like. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's talking about. That's Hootie. Yeah, that was, like that, that was like, gr- that yeah, was like popular shit. That was like radio shit. Dude looks like a lady. Or dude is, is he a talking lady? talking shit on Hootie? talking shit. You don't talk shit on Hootie. Hootie will F you up, mother effer. Horror director would be famous in about 40 years. We'll be talking about, well, you know, there's some good ones. Like, I think Ty West will be for sure. Maybe. And I hope I don't not. know. I hope and not. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, everybody. I like the innkeepers, like but that's about it. House of a Thousand Corpses. And everybody really sure. likes I like Devil's House of the Devil. <laughs> Did you? Did you like Innkeepers? Devil's Rejects. I loved Innkeepers, man. And, you know, I liked it better when I found that little Halloween secret movie, out that Darian told you know us. I, like, oh, I didn't care for House of the Devil at all. I'm not liking them so much. You still talk about them quite a Oh, good point. Good point. Kind of like most people who listen to this show, they hate us. I'm just saying. But they still listen to us. Well, early buzz is correct. <laughs> sounds like, I mean, for what I think of what the early buzz I've been hearing is, sounds like uh, Lord of Salem may be one of his best. Yeah. I hope so, dude. I don't know. You I know seriously me? hope so. Right, this is a, this could be a make or breaker. I, don't know. I, ho- I hope I it's so like good, dude. To, I don't know why. I mean, it's Harry Warren Day, and I, got, I ain't got nobody. Maybe it's because I'm saving so much money this year. Oh, oh. Oh. Uh, peace out, boys. Peace out. And that was it. That was all he got had to say. Nobody, nobody. Let me tell you something about Jake the Snake. Jake, does, did you hear that? He's still yeah, he's his, his voicemail still going. By re- the way, he's releasing. Oh. By the way, he's you like you can still hear this man. This is awkward. My computer's so slow right now. <laughs> 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 nice. He's, it's still going. It's still. Oh, it's done. That was great, dude. Uh, Jake the Snake. You know what's funny is I did notice that uh, most of my answers or people who I want to be talking about, I hope make it so that we're talking about thirty years, and maybe not the ones that are going to be. But yeah. whatever. Uh, guess who called in next? Who? Lauren. <sighs> the lady. Hey, Mike and Shane. It's Lauren. I missed you so much this week after the freak end. Oh, it's so it's, great. Fantastic. It's been a hard time down. So um, we love you, baby. I'm going to answer the question of the episode. Um, yeah, I think um, I was going to say Ty West, but right. after the ABCs of Death mm-hmm. segment, I'm really pissed off at Which him. Which one was he? So um, I'm going to say um, Oh, no, no, no. Xavier, he was Xavier Jens. Like, like menstruation or something. Or abortion. Did, like, I can't remember. And the divide and... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, watched it today. segment in the ABCs of death. Yesterday. I was going to say which yesterday. one. Yesterday. Yesterday. I, 
We'll get, um, I gotta pause it because she's talking. I, don't, I wanna hear she's okay. We were all hammered and in the theater partying our asses off watching <laughs> ABC's yeah, of Death. Right. You said you watched it yesterday. No, no, How do you not know no, 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 which I, Ty West was? Because, dude, it's not like they say, they say, ooh, A is for yeah. apocalypse or F is for fart, which, yeah. by the way, is hilarious. Yeah, that was shit. fantastic. But, but what I'm saying is it doesn't say F is for fart. I know I Charlie has like, that's, that was the worst one in it. He didn't like that one. He didn't like that. That was probably. Like that was. Listen, okay. I I I, I want to go ahead and I want. I've got to watch it again because I can't remember half of it, <laughs> other than the greatest parts of it. Dude, like let me fart let me, and like a the, dog fight plus the giant like, penis uh, with like a, a samurai yeah. sword coming out of it with the chick with the hot tits. Was that WTF? Uh, no, WTF was like even more WTF. Yeah. Dude, all yeah, I'm I, saying is is the 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 Asian ones. Yeah, were effed up. Yeah. I love like, it. Oh, it was so great. But dude, Ty, yeah, Ty West did something about, uh, uh like blood in a toilet or some shit. And it was really short, if I remember oh, right. Yeah. I didn't watch it. You gotta remember, I did watch it, but I was writing notes for today, for today's show. So. It's like riding a, riding a roller coaster. I mean, I was enjoying the shit. You, out of my you were Mr. There. Comedy, by the way. I was. You had everyone rolling. Goddamn time. That's when. That's when Lauren was taking all the popcorn trick picks. Except for let me See, tell you, and I didn't. E- how lame am I that I didn't even get that, <laughs> dude? All I'm saying all is the popcorn. The, <laughs> you, like you said, you're like a posable Barbie. You just do what people say to snap oh. pictures of you. You're like a, that's cool. Hell that's cool yeah, a, baby. But here's the thing: the pro, the problem with the Alamo Draft House is they bring out your popcorn in like a metal bowl. Yeah, metal so bowl. there's no way your freaking dick's getting through the bottom of no, that. No, no offense. No. Anyway, here she be. She's back. Ugh, hold on, I forgot. My stupid Mac is a piece of shit. Hey, Mike and Shane, um, his segment in the ABCs of Death was just like kicked me in the gut and stuck with me. Oh well, I, um, what was afterwards. It? So, um, yeah, I, my I know the question wasn't related to the ABCs of Death, but <laughs> I know like we discussed like strongly influenced by the part of the movie. Sure, that I like. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to thank you again for letting me guess. So much fun. Lauren, you did a great job, too. And the freakout was fucking awesome, and everybody needs to get a Roku, and I really, really hope that the freakout happens again. I hope so, too. Um, this coming October, and also if Zombie TV ends up flying you guys out for New York Comic Con, I'll totally Oh, they they did mention about New York Comic Con. Yeah, I'm just going to get back to... What I'm doing now, which is Charlie and I are like Skyping a lot and exchanging all the blackmail videos and, and nice. pictures and stuff. And, um, me sleeping. That's I, all they got on me. I grabbed him by his, his, you know, Dingo? plugs in his ears and, oh. you know, told him that if he put up anything, I'm flattered. Me, I was doing all Like, rip it out. Apparently he was into that though, but whatever. So we're just exchanging this stuff. Well, Charlie's a badass, by the way. Can we like just say that blackmail too? Blackmail material for you guys, and um, <laughs> I love you guys so much. Oh, so it much was fun! It was fucking Lord. amazing to meet you, and I feel like the luckiest lady in the world. Oh, and wow. Um, wow. I'm looking forward to the new episode. Dude, wow! I wish my wife would say something like that every once. It in was a while. fantastic it to was hang fun. with her. It was, she, you know what, and. She was she was as advertised, man. Yeah, she was cool as shit. You know? Everything I thought she'd be in more. 
You know, what's so funny too is I will I will be honest with you. I did not sleep very well, even though I went. I was the first one to go to bed. I had restless sleep, yeah. so I was like worthless. But until about seven p.m. after you know I'd taken my nap and stuff like that. Oh yeah, you know. But she was, t- you know, she was like, okay, well, you know, let she was cool from start to finish. To finish yeah, is all I'm saying. That was awesome. Fantastic. Uh, let's see. Paul G called in the Gutierrez. I meant Levi called in. Oh. <laughs> Le- L-, L comes before P. Sorry. Oh, it does? Sorry about that, yeah. Hey, Mike and Shane. It's Levi. Uh, calling about that uh, question of the week. Uh, I had to do some thinking about that one, but then uh, I heard somebody on a podcast uh, bring up Neil Marshall, oh, yeah. the director of Dog Soldiers of the Descent. And, um, That's a good and one. They were talking about how he's got a new movie called The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Yeah, right now starring Viggo Mortensen. I think Ben Cross will be playing Dracula. About the last voyage of the Demeter is that carried Dracula to right the Demeter, whatever it was he was going. But um, to the UK, to London, there and everybody did. But it it sounds awesome. I mean, uh, it does. You know, I'll go opening night to see that movie, especially since Neil Marshall directed it. And I think it'll be getting wide release here since Viggo Mortensen's, you know, the lead. and, you know, Neil did Centurion, and um, that's Doomsday, one I never saw. He kind of veered away from Doomsday, yeah. a little bit, but well, Doomsday was you know, still pretty genre. And what he did with those first two movies, storming right out of the gate with a Predator slash Evil Dead type film with you know, Scottish soldiers and werewolves, right? So good. The Descent, an all female cast, one of the scariest movies I saw in the last ten years. It's a lot of fun to watch in the theater and hear people screaming their heads off. <laughs> and that guy, uh. I think uh, I think we'll look back on on his work in a couple decades or so and, and see him as a serious highlight. Uh, I, I heard a rumor that he's going to be directing a a uh, slasher flick called Hellground set at a carnival. Oh, I, I can only that hope that's good. true. Yeah. I didn't see it on IMDb, but Anything I know he's attached to a couple of horror <laughs> projects slasher. over the last couple of years that you know come and gone. Uh, apparently, no, they didn't get off the ground, but so it sounds like. He hasn't left the horror genre entirely. Cool. Awesome. You know, but uh, as good as he is, I really want him to do whatever he feels like he needs to do because I don't want him to go the way of Toby Hooper or anything like that. As much as I respect Toby Hooper's Chainsaw movies and a couple of the other flicks that he's made that have been really good, he, he's, he's had some serious low points. As good yeah. as Wes Craven's. A lot, yeah, a lot of the monsters have. And he's had some real bad ones. So uh, Neil Marshall's been pretty solid across the board so far. Uh, anyway, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Oh, that was quick. He was like, I'm out. Yeah, dude. He was just slapping us with some knowledge and said. I do. Oh, I have Neil done. Marshall, too. And I didn't even care. Oh, shoot. What were those? I can. And I have a hard time remembering what these stupid movies are called. The the ones with the, uh, the ones with all the chicks. The and, one with the guy and the, and the hot the, chicks. The, the one with the guy and the things. Let's see. I have it right here. Oh, uh. Descent, the, the Descent. Oh yeah, you yeah. know, and I'm not even the biggest fan of those movies. Yeah, but, I like that movie. But the thing is, is I mean, you you have to admit, even though I didn't care for those, it's not because it was lack of quality, no. and it's not because it wasn't scary necessarily. I, I don't know, I didn't care for most of the characters in that. But you know, I mean, that's just my oh, shit, preference. I like so. that movie a lot. Okay, well, that's the go. one with the chicks that are in the uh, going. Uh, cur- they're they're going cave dwelling or spelunking. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, and, there, and then the yeah. bitch says, "Oh, we're we're doing an unknown cave." Yeah, how do you like them beans? Exactly. 
<laughs> she says those exact words, yeah, and like that's that. what it's all about. Yeah, you know, and I don't know, I don't. But the I thing is, you can you can see you can see the talent in that, even though I didn't end up caring for it. But um, yeah, he's one of mine actually. But I'll, of course, I'll mention him when it's actually my turn. Mm-hmm. Paul G, baby, the good the Hey, Shane and Mike, how you doing? Paul G here. Hey, it's been great uh, seeing the pictures from the freaking man. A little bit jealous, but. Uh, Pumped I didn't make that trip. That looked really fun. Anyway, right uh, I'm calling from uh, Phoenix International Airport on oh, my nice. way to sunny Southern California. Oh, going to try to scout okay. out some cool places for you guys to visit while you guys are out here for Days of the Dead. Oh. Anyway, uh, question of the day. Uh, he did, he did that, find some cool uh, shit, too. That will be remembered, I guess, for directors. Oh, guys, this was a no-brainer for me, I think. Uh, I would say uh, Guillermo del Toro. Oh, uh, you know what? It's I weird. Mean, just for horror, just as a director in general, Agreed, I think. Agreed, man. He's, uh, he's amazing. He's going to be remembered for uh, ages to come. Agreed. Anyway, totally. uh, really quick call uh, on my layover. Anyway, I uh, can't wait to hear the next show and the uh, coverage from the uh, freak-in. Uh, anyway, uh, have a good one. Bye. Yeah, the pictures from the freaking man. The Gutierrez, he's uh, he's got a it's good idea. It's not Gutierrez. The Gutierrez is a whole different. Some all, all I'm saying is that's a whole different nationality than Gutierrez. That's all. That's all I will say to you. So he's the guy from he's the song. With the t- he's from. Yes, he's like that. People can play on one guitar. It must be really easy if you only need one guitar, right? He's my Gutierrez. All right. Why are you going to fuck with that? Why are you going to call me out on that? He's my Gutierrez. I'm a douche. The next guy that called up is going to be at the Die Monster Die show on March 2nd. Okay. Troy. Troy? I messed something up. Hold on. Troy. Troy. Hey, Mike and Shane. What's up? It's been a long time since I called. Where you been, son? Uh, This is Troy from Salt Creek City. He's my creator, buddy. Salt Lake, you know. But anyway, uh, kind of catching up on a lot of things. Um, so anyway, I'll get with the past episodes that I've never uh, called in on. Nice. But, uh, with the Twilight Zone, oh, cool. uh, favorite episode, uh, pretty much everybody covered a lot of ground, and I liked a lot of that. And uh, it's hard to really pick one. It's, yeah, the whole series is badass. Seasons they did. And uh, <laughs> I'd have to say The Outer Limits was pretty good, too. Agreed. Kind of like all the anthologies. The, the Outer Limits um, was pretty badass. Like the, the intro was weird, too. Fantasy, whatever. So it's really hard to really pick, you know, all the way from that time until the 80s and whatnot with Monsters and Tales from the Dark Side. Mm-hmm. Um, movies that, that I changed my mind on that I hated... I would have to say, uh, uh, Drive Angry and Priest, when I first seen them, I was like, these weren't very really that good. Oh, really? I love Drive Angry uh, the first time. Caught up to them again on DVD, and, and I thought, yeah, these are pretty, pretty rough. I haven't, I need to watch Priest Angry. I didn't care for it. Off the hook with Set the, uh, I paused it. Go ahead. Is that the the one in the small diner where shit's coming down the Armageddon? That, yeah, that's Priest. Yeah. yeah. I like that from the get go. No, 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 no. No, 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 that wasn't Priest. That was, uh, oh my gosh, that was some angel deal. That was some, uh, no, Priest was where there was a bunch of vampires. You're, you're talking about the one I'm with, talking about the chick where the old lady, she's sitting there. And, and she's, she's like, like she's like crawling on the walls, ceiling. Yeah. No, that, no, that was something different. I can't remember though. I didn't care for that one either. What was that? Oh, I like that. I can't even remember what that was. Oh, shit. Yeah, but that's different. Oh, okay. That was, that was something to do with angels or something like that. No, priest. It's called Angel Priest. <laughs> no. Priest. And that's trademarked if anyone's going to start a band called Angel, Angel Priest. Dude, because Priest was I about like a bunch that. of vampires that, that, or sorry, a bunch of, uh, 
priests, like an order of priests that, that hunted and killed vampires. Oh. Like in the future. It was super cool. Uh, except for, yeah. I, I agree. Ring a bell but at all. It was right. good. You should, it's, it's probably available. You can watch it right now, one way or another. Okay. But drive, have you seen Drive Angry though? Nope. It's Is got that, Nick Cage. Oh, nope. No. Dude, I don't want to see it. Watch it. I don't like it. Dude, if, dude, okay. So here, I'm talking to GP today. Well, I'm not talking to him, but I've got him on the Facebook stuff. So, and I was telling him how, you know, oh, I just watched, uh, Django Unchained, you know? And Django Unchained is amazing. It was so much fun to watch, okay? Mm-hmm. But he's like, oh, I just died a little inside. He, of course, you know, he's a lady, so he's being all emotional and shit. He was like, I just died a little inside because I hate Leo DiCaprio. It's like, you know what? Get over it, you dipshit. Well, we're not talking about Leo DiCaprio. No, we're, we're talking, talking about, about, Nick, about Cage. Nick Cage. Nick Cage is so The best crazy. movie you ever made, Racing Arizona. Uh, and that's it. Ooh, Face Off and, and uh, Con Air. <laughs> Amazing, amazing. Connor was still cheese dick, but oh, they were all cheese dick. And this one, in driving, he got worse and worse with it. Dude, you gotta see driving. An actor that you're never gonna remember in 30 years from now, Nick Cage. Uh, Okay, that's fine. I mean, do you feel better for getting all that off your chest? I'm just saying he was hilarious in raising Arizona. He gets worse and worse with. I'm gonna go ahead and make a bet with you. Embarrassing. I bet you watch Drive Angry and be like, "Well, no shit, that was pretty." Freaking cool, man! I bet you, I bet you do that, man. Hey, and if I do, I'm not afraid to admit it. I, I know you're it. not. That's why I would say, uh, you know what? Okay, okay, watch and I'll it. Watch it. Watch it. If we'll it sucks, then then I will submit to some kind of uh, to uh, of uh, you know, rape at a prison prison with uh, since you saw. <laughs> Uh, Django will go with, uh, Mandingo. The D uh, silent. The D silent. I know. Okay. I know. It's, it's a beautiful thing. The Mandingo. <laughs> All right. We'll get you at a Mandingo yeah, I get, party. I get, and, good enough. And you're good in enough. for it. All right. Buddy. Here we go. Here's Troy. Oh, shit. I forgot. I can't pause as easily because this freaking hey, man's a piece of shit. What's up? On DVD and. I don't mind hearing yeah, his voice. Yeah, he's pretty, pretty mm-hmm. rocking, you know, especially Drive Angry was kind of off the, off the hook. I drive Angry was awesome. Uh, but anyway, uh, I've got kind of a long story now, how uh, horrors changed my life and, and uh, uh, real life horror that can here. kind of tie in together. Um, I've had a lot of close calls with uh, death and accidents what? and visualizing, you know, uh, uh, pictures when I used to be in the photo finishing industry and and everything with the morgue and the oh. you know and on top of that that pretty freaks you out. Um, but anyway, uh, um, kind of like close to home when everybody said something about uh, what would how horror would change your life. You know, would be like something you know losing everything like your family, right. friends, right. Um, you know, livelihood, job, everything. You know, and kind of come crashing down. Um, so that kind of comes with the with the real life horror right. that I witnessed uh, back in '09, like around the early part of '09. <clears throat> There's a place called, uh, or it's not there anymore, but it's right across the street from Bird's Tiki Lounge. It was called Recycle Recyclable CDs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, is that's where Mount America got there? Out and, you know, we kind of listen to music, talk movies. Yeah. You know in the box of Salt Lake City, you know, and stuff like that, and what life has to offer and gain and, and lose, you know, that kind of shit. Hmm. So anyway, we were in there bullshitting, and uh, we heard this banging on the back door, like constant banging, hmm. like somebody was hitting it, and he was like, oh, you know, that's just somebody fucking around, and 
whatnot, you know, and I'm like, what was that, you know? And so it stopped. We continue to, you know, keep talking and, and whatnot. And oh, he, oh yeah, he just got GP'd. So. Oh, GP, dude. Look, yeah, recycled records, dude. Was that, it, was is that right? where is that where Mountain America got built? Because that's now right across. The yeah, dude, yeah. right across. It was recycled records, and there was ah. a great. Uh, Tofu, like a tofu uh, Asian place right next door. Oh, cool. It's fantastic. Well, I mean, I don't want to be a dick, but I'm glad because my bank's there right now. Oh, so. well. <laughs> Here he well, is again. Hey. <laughs> Here he is again. Hey, it's Troy again. I got GP'd. I guess I don't know what that means, but uh, <laughs> got so much short time on the phone. Got some gangster pudding. I, he's like, hey, go over to the magazine store and get us a couple drinks. Bob's. Bob's. So I go out the door. The front door, and I look down. And there's like an alley between the two buildings there, and it's kind of like built into two uh, structures right there on the east side of State Street. There, that were kind of like been there for probably well into the 20s on. You know? yeah. So there's like an alleyway, and I came back, and I looked, and I seen this guy laying there, and I'm like, "What the hell?" You know, and I could see something like he was just not moving. So I thought, oh, oh you know, we just thought it's a bum. You know, we might be sleeping but it's cold and it's snowy so i go inside and said hey man the guy there's a guy in the alleyway that's you know passed out or he might be dead so we're like wondering if that was the banging on the door oh so, no. you know kind of close we go to the back door open it up and all we saw was blood <gasps> in the snow blood black blood looking sealed into the like you know like a snow cone the guy was Dead as shit. Oh my god! I was just—you just look at him. His face was just, you know, like that is real horror right there. What I can remember. Holy crap! Wow! Like what the fuck, you know? And screaming, and and then we call the cops. Cops come, and everything. Detectives wondering if he was murdered. You know, they were don't don't step in the snow. Don't do do, 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 stuff, and you know the whole rigmarole. So we're in there being questioned, you know, after hours, and he's closing the store down and everything. Wow. And so they took our names and, you know, the whole thing. And it turns out <clears throat> that he was a transient, and he took his own life. He slit his own throat. Oh, whoa. So, so Way to go. that would probably be the closeness of what he's probably lost everything and had nothing to oh gain. Oh, gosh, that's life rough. In the freezing fucking snow City, outside. The grass from Bird's Tiki Lounge there. So anyway, that's probably the real life horror that I can probably really put down oh. right now. I do have a lot more, but uh, God that was damn horror, crazy. man! But anyway, guys, hope you have a good weekend at the convention, and uh, talk to you when I uh, go to the Die Monster Die Show, March second. Bert Sticky Land. That guy's getting Monster a kiss Day. on the mouth when I see him from you, from me. I'll hug to him. He's he's got a mustache, so I don't kiss people with mustaches on the mouth. Okay, oh, but man, you know, I'll give him a hug. Yeah, we're good to go. Getting a kiss on the mouth. That's creepy, fucking. That story. Is, that's that's super creepy, dude. That's and, real and life to right to happen right down the street here, man. Yeah. Oh my gosh. See, you got to get the bad element out of there. Put my bank in there so it's more convenient to me. Mm-hmm. Because when B tow truck runs up my tab, there it burts. Yep. Okay. It's I need to be go to the bank for you to go over and go <laughs> cancel that. <laughs> Oh, let's see. We got Wolfie. He called in three times. Let's let's get let's get I on this journey. Wolf. I've been messing up. Hey there, guys. This is the Wolfman calling in. Wolfie. Ah, I 
have to agree with Mike about this week's music. Of course. Uh, finding that I've all. I'm finding that I've always liked Psychobilly. I've just never had a name for it until you guys started talking about it more. Right. But that's uh, definitely good to hear, and I'm enjoying the stuff that you guys are exposing me to. Well, cool. Ooh. Uh, and you don't so want I think us I know why it's extra great when the girls are fronting the group. Oh, it yeah. gives us hetero, bisexual, male horror geeks, and bi slash homosexual female ones. I'm not mm. forgetting all of you. <laughs> Hope that one day we'll meet a girl who's just as excited to go to the theater as we are when we're actually going to the same movie. Yeah, me and my wife, we take Still turns. Still holding out for a name to attach to horror-themed <laughs> folk music and jazz, but that's another story. <laughs> Definitely picked up this album already and planning to pick up the oh, other sweet. ones the paycheck hits. So. Sweet, dude. Enjoying Kitty in, the cas- Kitty in a Casket quite a bit here. I liked him a lot, man. At She's any rate, I didn't answer the nope. question of the week last week. Oh. Probably because I'm the one who gave it to you guys, but, yeah, that's no excuse. Well, if you give it to us, On you're obligated group, to say On the Facebook group, I gave it. you guys the story of Issei Sagawa, Japan's own celebrity cannibal. Oh. And I don't mean he plays a cannibal as part of his show. I mean he actually murdered a young woman oh, yeah. in his apartment, <clears throat> butchered her, and then cooked and ate parts yeah. of her body. Delicious. Then, after being shuffled between the French mental health system and the Japanese one, the doctors let him go oh, into the yeah, wild Those Japan, guys don't know shit. Where he lives a lucrative life as a C-list celebrity. No way. I think he was even a guest star on Iron Chef right now. or something like that once. Yeah. He's on Iron Chef! And people wonder why I say that I don't think Japan ever really got over the bomb. That's... Well, and you see, like, there's segments of yeah, movies and shit. Which I'll share on my next call. Well, I've got a few moments more. I just want to toss out that I think Guillermo del Toro is the oh. modern horror director we'll be talking about in 40 oh, years. You know what? James That's Wan, a pretty... to a lesser extent, and Eli Roth in much the same way people talk about Kevin Bacon. <laughs> also, Chris and a few of you other guys, would you be horribly upset if I were to borrow your stories from my writing? No. That murder house with the animals is just you. And the <laughs> park ranger... Yeah. This guy is why I yeah, say that law enforcement shouldn't be the only ones with guns. Yes. I say well, go for and it. The I don't think Chris guy in New York who <laughs> plotted to kill, murder, and eat uh, over a hundred women who were uh, being oh, surveilled. That is wild. That's another show entirely, I'm sure. <laughs> this is the Wolfman, and I'll be calling you back in a moment with my uh, other personal horror story. You know what I like about the Wolfman? He's got it timed. Well, he says something, and then he does it. Unlike B-Tow Truck. Yeah. Okay. Wolfie says something. He's a man of his word. Here's number two. Okay. Now, we're probably wondering what the heck my stories are, since I'm giving myself at least one full call to tell them. <laughs> well, I've got two for you that I've remembered, and I'm going to start with the one that Edge didn't actually <laughs> happen, but was more of a dream. Ooh. What y'all may not know about the Wolfie Man is that in real life, I'm a professional number cruncher. Sure. And for some reason, I had this strange dream a year or two back where I was assigned to handle the budget audit of a project in the Antarctic. When I got down there, I found out that the project was apparently breeding blue fur giant xenomorphs (laughs) produced by having faith huggers latch onto Yeti. Holy What? Really weird is that the dream continued into the phase where the damn things break loose, taking over the facility, overwhelming the scientists, the soldiers, like etc. The thing or some shit. So here I am, trapped in this Antarctic facility with a swarm of giant blue furry xenomorphs that were bred <laughs> because they had all the strengths of the xenomorph but weren't bothered by the cold. 
Right. The bastard love child of aliens, John Carpenter's The, the thing, thing and Evil Dead 2. Why? Wow. <laughs> He's good. a That's weird good. one. Some of my dreams would be probably killer as films, but... Oh, dude, I my son always wanna, tells me his dreams are boring to shit. Both plans are way better. But frankly, that's nothing compared to the horror story that really did happen to me. Oh, shit. You see, medical horror and I don't get along especially well. And that's because of what happened when I was about 11 years old or so in the fifth grade. I had the case of strep throat from hell, and that's what led up to what I hope sincerely will remain the worst night of my life. Here I was, I'd been out of school for most of a week by now with a splitting headache that made it feel like I had a pair of cement blocks grinding together in my brain. I could barely keep anything down when running a high fever and basically was all over miserable. It gets worse when I wake up in the middle of the night one night and find that I can no longer even keep water down. I get hauled up to the hospital where they put me on an IV and start running a big battery of tests, including a script test, which came back negative at the time. And which included a spinal tap, which they kindly cranked up to 11 just for me. Yeah, what? Now, I may have 8-pack abs these days, but back in the day I wasn't the self-answer like the man I am today. Oh, sure. First standard procedures, they went and anesthetized my back, but they didn't realize they needed a somewhat longer needle than normal in order to do the oh job. Oh, my God. Oh. By the way, for those of you lucky enough not to go through a spinal tap, I want you to realize that the needle, for one, is akin to a freaking ten-penny nail. Yeah. <laughs> Long and very thick. Killing my penis. Nothing, Imagine, nothing on the penis will, joke. the wondrous sensation of something slowly... Oh, he got GP. Here he is. Last time. Last one. Here he is. Oh, man. Or abruptly cutting you off in the middle of your call. <laughs> Back to where I started. Imagine, if you will, the wondrous sensation of something slowly pressing into your back. Oh, dude. But no. not being able to really feel it beyond that pressure oh. going deeper and deeper. Now, imagine that sensation, unnerving but not really painful suddenly turning into the feeling of having that ten-penny nail of a needle sink into your oh. fucking spine without any anesthetic. Oh gosh, that's awful. As one might expect, I screamed quite loudly. The doctor keeps going, convinced that I'm just being a big baby about it. Holy Finally, shit. he clicks with the fact that I'm in actual pain and has me taken in to get a scan so they can see if there's something wrong, figuring this will just prove that I'm being a wimp. <laughs> this is when they realize gosh. that, gee, they needed about a half-inch longer needle in order to even get close to where my spine was. So they get it, and they continue to administer the test. Lying to my fucking face the whole time about having already finished it, found nothing wrong, and not being in the process of doing anything more to me while the nurses are holding me to the table so they can administer the additional anesthetic and run another spinal tap telling me that they're not doing anything as the new needles are sinking into my back, actually being angry with me over the fact that I'm telling them that, no, they are in the process of doing what they are, in fact, doing. <laughs> right. Twice more. Because, you know, the fact that I was in pain last time couldn't possibly mean that just maybe I'm paying enough attention to the signals my body is giving me that you are... In fact, thinking another of those damned things into my rather tender spine. Yeah. 
in the end, the best part is, they couldn't find anything else wrong with me. <laughs> so they put me on IV fluids until such a point in time they decided that I wouldn't go Michael Myers on their collective asses if they disconnected me and let me go. It turned out that it actually was scrap after all. They just hadn't run the test long enough to be sure. Oh, so they gave me some antibiotics and I got better within a couple of days. Oh, you fuckers. And they no still have the nerve to wonder why it is that I don't particularly care for medical professionals. Mm -hmm. There's my real-life horror story, boys and ghouls. Enjoy. That's gnarly. Dude, the Wolfman always delivers, doesn't he? That's a fucking painful That's horror awful. story. You know, you know what the thing is too is, I mean, as if going into the hospital is bad. Like by itself isn't bad enough. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. it's like I mean, there's you're you're surrounded by misery, and I get it. I mean, you got to go in there, and you got you know that's where you heal. But there's misery surrounded, so you're kind of in that whole mindset right there. But when you got to deal with pain like that, and when you got to deal with incompetence like that, yeah. oh my hell. Quit being a baby about it. Oh, you're just, you're anesthetized or whatever, anesthetized. Bullcrap, dude. Bullshit. Oh, that's I'm awful. freaking out, you piece of shit <laughs> bastards. Can't you see that? That's awful. You're jamming a goddamn needle up my spine, and when I freak out, that means stop doing it. Well, do you think, well, my question is, is like, they think he's being a baby. Well, do you think he needs attention? Why do you think he's freaking out? Do you, do you think? I that, think there's a difference between, Oh, he's being a baby, and holy fuck, this hurts, <laughs> well, asshole! And that—that's my question. It's like, well, what do you think? You think people are just gonna pretend? I mean, I mean, like, use your brains, mother effers, you know? Yeah, you bullcrap, idiots. Anyway, we got one last call. The oh. lovely Zoe. Oh, the Zozo. And she called in, and I made her call it. By the way, I made her call in because this was her question. And by the way, that's a rule. If you give me a question. You're calling. You gotta in. call in. You gotta call in. Yeah. So here she is. She happens to be a Z, so she's last. So here we go. Hi, Mike. Hi, Shane. So sweet. Are we again? Right. <laughs> I've been told I have to ring in because it was my question, but That's I right. obviously I didn't think this through. <laughs> because when I asked the question, it was more to get kind of answers from other people. I wasn't thinking <laughs> I was going to actually have to come out with something quite interesting yes. about it. Well, everything you say anyway, is interesting. I've been thinking all week. Gorgeous. Um, and I've come up, I've even made a few notes. Oh. So I'm going to just say a few things and okay. see what you think about it. Let's hear it. Okay. I think this is the question of the episode, by the way. Uh, directors that are around now who I think are going to be remembered, you know, like Toby Hooper and stuff in right. 30, 40 years' time. Right. And it's so difficult to do that. I mean, it's impossible. Well, really, hindsight's twenty twenty, so it's hard to tell what's going on. The way on. I think about it is that it's not, it doesn't tend to be blockbusters, you know, the, the big films that came out, mm -hmm. that we really remember them. It's kind of these indie filmmakers oh, like nice. um, Romero and, and Toby Hooper with these sort of guerrilla style, low budget, unusual films that people sort of got turned on to later than they should people have done. People don't latch to huge you know, blockbusters like they do. Thing and things that sort of gradually built up until people realised how good they were 
not these ones that instantly became a huge hit and completely forgotten about. So that's why I'm thinking people, you know, films like Sinister and, you know, all Insidious and all, all the big that. budget flicks that come out now that you sort of think, oh, yeah, they were, they were good. There's no denying that sort of thing. Um, but they all sort of blend into one and they're not sort of remembered. So I'm kind of thinking people like Ty West is somebody that, you're going to assume is going to be around because he's kind of making a big thing at the minute and people, right. you know, are all talking about him. And while I like his films, I like House of the Devil mm. um, and I, I really liked Innkeepers, but there are faults to it, but it, he's sort of this, you know, name that's mentioned a lot. But with VHS, I just watched that recently and his his part in it was the, the worst one. And I think that's just, uh, I think that's irrelevant, really. I'm just going off on a tangent. But I think that's because, it, you know, it was, he works on a slow build-up and he didn't have enough time to do that with it being sort of shorts within the film. But uh, I don't know. He might be, but he, I don't know. Rob, Rob Zombie's another one who people, I think, will just assume is going to be a big name. And I think uh, possibly he'll be remembered but i'm looking forward to more of his original stuff right, i'm right, hoping right, right. he'll just get better me too with original stuff he should be remembered for house um house of a thousand corpses and devil's you know rejects, devil's baby. rejects Absolutely. and things like that because i do love those films and i don't dislike halloween and stuff like that but i don't want him to be remembered for that for I remakes, think right. i'm hoping the more indie films like I say, I'll be remembered. So I was trying to put together things that have stuck up to stuck out to me, I should say, not stuck up. Um, and I'm thinking films like Hobo with a Shotgun. I know it's not Jason Eisner, Hobo, yeah, Jason absolutely. Eisner. He did Treve um, Trevenge as well. Oh, yeah. Um, Is he, I wonder if he's done anything I'm interested else. I don't to know. see what he'll do, you know. He's got a long time. He's Canadian. To make these things, and those those films already have made quite a splash and a sort of standing out. Mm-hmm. Um, also, there's people like Chanwook Park with all. Boy- I paused it. I paused it because I was thinking about him. I was thinking about Jason Eisner, and there's also um, a guy named Paul Solit who did uh, uh, Grace, the movie that we, that we oh, talked yeah, about yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you know what? It's weird because I, I, I mean, obviously it's hard to predict anything. But I thought about those two, and I'm like, you know, they would be great. I hope that we're still talking about them in 30 years. But it doesn't. I haven't seen anything, you know, recently from Jason Eisner and Paul Solid. The only thing that he's done is Grace, and I wonder what's going on. I follow him on Facebook, and all he's really doing these days is taking photographs, like photography of, right. you know, super artistic whatever. And it's like, you know, I would love to see those two guys, you know, make some more stuff because I'll tell you what, those two movies freaked the shit out. Well, Grace freaked the shit out. I mean, Hobo the Shotgun was so much fun, man. Awesome. So, yeah. you know, and, and that's what I'm saying. So it's like, uh, you know, I, I hope that they do, but I, I wish they would do some more stuff right now so we could, you know, kind of see them progress. But anyway, here we go. Because I'm, I'm sort of a bit of a loss, really. I'm looking forward to hearing what other people say. There's also Pascal Logier. Yeah, I've got that one. Don't know how to pronounce that. The um, Martyrs guy. Yep. I mean, that film stood out. Everybody was talking about uh, that. Freaked me out. Nobody's going to forget that film in a long time. And it's a totally different way of looking at things, you know. And the French directors in particular. Yeah. 
you know, have, have been amazing lately. Um, he also did House of Voices and The Tall Man, which I enjoyed as well. You but Martyrs was the, the one man, that right? stuck out. Yeah. And there's okay, no, um, no. G. Woon Kim, who did I Saw the Devil. Love it. No, that I mean, those that, films, that film as well. That was, was the same guy who amazing. did Old Boy. And I also I'm thinking Old Robert Rodriguez. It's on Netflix. that's going to be one. Watch no, Old Boy on Netflix. That's a proper horror director with Planet Terror, Sin City, Machete. Oh, Rodriguez, you know, yeah, absolutely. It's all sort of oh, styles, yeah. but, you know, really good, fun stuff. Oh, that's stuff. a good one, too. Rodriguez. Anyway, oh, shit. I, I don't know. know. I can't think of anything else. You so did a good job, babe. I'll look forward to hearing what you you guys have to say about it all. And I hope it's sort of sparked off a bit of um, discussion anyway. Okay. Love you guys, as usual. Love you, too. I'll speak to you very soon. Bye. So yeah, there you go. I mean, she she brought up Ro- the Robert Rodriguez, yeah, and the Jason good, Eisner. Yeah, it's like you know those ones. I hope that we're well. And Robert Rodriguez is actually. I mean, he hasn't done necessarily horror. He did the Planet Terror, but I mean, he's also done. Dust you know, dawn. well, he did well. Yeah, he did Dust Dawn, but but I think he's known for El Mariachi, Desperado, and Once oh. Upon a Time in Mexico, and oh. all those. They're so good. Yeah. Uh, El Mariachi and, and Desperado uh, stand up. Over, uh, at least to me, they stand. They, you know, they're a little bit better than Once Upon a Time in Mexico. But I'll tell you what, man, that guy has got his shit together. Um, I think maybe she's. I mean, he's I, also done Spy Kids, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He did yeah. Spy Kids. I guess he got a little older, kids had a couple of spy kids, and kids. well, sure, because uh, of course the kid from Shark versus Shark Girl, versus, Shark Boy, uh, Lava Danger Boy, was it? Was that? Oh no, that you're right. That's is that? That's a different whole thing. I got I'm got mixed up. Whatever. But anyway, um. All great, all great things. And I notice that when I'm putting my list together, there's mm-hmm. some of these that I'm hoping hope that we remember. Thing. I mean, I do have guys like uh, Takashi Miike, mm-hmm. you know, because he's <clears throat> that guy's already done so much stuff, um, you know. And I do have Rob Zombie. One that I think that we'll be remembering is Adam Green. We did Spiral Hatchet One and Two, and I think that that he's going to continue on. You, See, I I'm almost thinking Adam Green's going the way of the. I don't know with the hatchet movies. Oh, I love those. Like, ha- number two was kind of an almost kind of a silly little hatchet. One was great. I thought hatchet two was a little bit more like, uh, this is getting a little bit too indulgent maybe, yeah. but I mean, I hope that he can kind of pick it up. I have Rob zombie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did have Neil Marshall and Pascal Lachier, but here's the thing. People I'd like to see make it a guy named Darren Lynn Boozman. He did saw two through four. Mm. He did Repo, the genetic opera. Oh, he yeah. also did a remake of Mother's Day. But now, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's working on like the Devil's Carnival right now and doing a bunch of other stuff. I, this guy, I mean, he's got a great art, you know, uh, like an eye for art, uh, you know, uh, an eye for like a specific look and feel of a movie. I don't know. I hope that we see him. I mean, uh, Saw 2 wasn't my favorite uh, out of the Saw, but I mean, 3 and 4, I thought were great, man. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I ended up liking Saw 2. I like every one of the Saws. All I mean, the Saws I enjoyed. But, but 2 was probably my least favorite. But the, uh, you know, in the one, and I also have James Wan who did Saw, the first Saw. Do you ever see Dead Silence? Yeah. That movie gets a lot. And of he shit. also did. Wasn't he in on uh, Insidious? He was. He yeah. was. Yeah. He. He. he, he that's that's that. a guy that I think. That and he was might be talking in about. on a movie called uh, Death Sentence with Kevin Bacon, which is more kind of like a, a revenge type of movie. Kevin Bacon goes out and and goes after the killers of a son. That, but that was freaky as shit. The yeah. end. The, the 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 depths that Kevin Bacon went to get revenge. Oh my gosh, it was freaky. Um, but here here's one thing. Here's a couple of things. The last one I'm going to say, I've been talking for a long time. The last one I want to say is I hope 
that we're still talking about this guy in 20, 30 years. Adam Brooks from Astron 6, man. Oh, yeah. Father's Day. And, you know, I mean, he hasn't done a whole lot of, uh, you know, besides that, uh, except for his comedy shorts, stuff like that. But, yep. oh, my gosh. that I, I hope that the he, only The only person that, uh, the way it breaks down to me is the only person I know we'll be talking about no. is Guillermo del Toro. You know, I also, we will keep talking about him because that guy can do no wrong. Whether he's producing, directing, writing, whatever he's doing. Oh, you're right. He's fan-fucking-tastic. Right. Rob Zombie, I hope. I hope so, too. Juan, I hope. Uh, Adam Brooks, totally. I didn't even think of him. Yeah. I hope that guy goes on to do there, There's one things. other guy that I that I thought of when we're doing this, but he's not really done a hell of a lot of horror except for produced like Supernatural and a bunch of other stuff. Um, that is J.J. Uh, Abrams. He did the Star Trek reboots. He's going to be doing the new Star Trek films. He did Super 8, which is he's kind of a... the Star Wars. Well, he, yeah, he's doing those. But remember Super 8? It's kind of a throwback to the 80s adventure movies. Love that. And but... I'll tell you what. I mean, maybe, you know, I, I think that Super 8 was a throwback to, like, the Goonies or something like totally. that. Totally. You know? That's the I way mean, I, you know, I mean, went obviously into I'm older now, so I don't know. But uh, I'm trying to forget he worked on Lost, the TV show. But, you know, it's these kind of guys that, that if, if they're not remembered in, in, you know, 20, 30... 40 years, I'll be pretty sad about because at one point in their careers, they were great, man. Well, I mean, it's like Rob Zombie. You know, he's got the build behind him. Agreed. And if he, if he, if he throws it away, yep. then he's going to be, even if the, we love his movies and we sure. go, oh, I love, the, you know, Lords of Salem. I love this. He's going to be the laughable guy. Sure. He's going to be the laughed about whatever that guy was, right. you know, he but he, because he has all that name recognition behind him, you know, like Zoe was saying with sure. the, the guys that really have the, the buzz behind him. Yep. And I loved house of a thousand corpses. I love devil's rejects. I hope that Lords of Salem is awesome. And I'd like to see that guy go on. Oh, me too. If he, if he fails, He's going to be still loved, sure. but he's going to be the laughable, well, yeah, but he's Agreed. just the, he's just, totally the dude, agree. he's Rob Zombie. Dude, you know? so, so who do you got? Is that, is that, that kind of uh, Yeah, on? I just okay, named cool. all my list off while you were talking, but. So, well, yeah, I mean, in, in, it's weird. Camel Del Turo, for oh, sure. He's the man, yeah. Rob Zombie, hopefully, the, the one guy from, uh, James uh, from, uh, Insidious and all that. I, I love that shit. Adam Green, not so much. Well, I just, I, I just hope, don't. I hope he keeps putting stuff. In. Oh no, Adam Green. Oh, I thought you meant Adam. Uh, Adam Brooks. Adam Brooks. I want yeah, to yeah, see yeah, yeah, yeah. go far, like far, Adam far. Green. I like Adam Green. I think that guy's. But Adam Green, I just think he's a little hokey. He did Spiral too, you know. I haven't seen Spiral, so bullshit. I don't you haven't seen Spiral. We did it on a video show. We've done it already for a video yes, show. Yes, dude, it was the one with. Uh, oh, that was good. Yeah, yeah, with, yeah. With nerd guy, yes, with the painter. Yes, yeah, that was good. Yeah. So maybe I, I stand corrected. Okay. The hatches uh, were all right. Oh, I love hatches. Spiral was pretty damn good. So Agreed. maybe I'll renege that for now. <laughs> all right. Uh, question for next episode. You ready for this? Yeah. Um, I watched uh, I watched an old uh, ha- uh, Amicus movie, mm-hmm. uh, Tales from the Crypt from 1972. This last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I watched part of it and whatever. But um, anthology horror movies. This is a whole deal. You know the mm. the ones where they have the little vignettes. You know. Ding, the, got the three- <laughs> What, what's that? Oh, you already know your, fa- yeah. well, well, listen, 
I know people who love them. I'm kind of on the fence because it seems like, like, especially like with VHS, there's some that are good, some that you just suffer through or whatever. Sure, yeah. Here, here, I, I kind of want to get, this is a little bit more of an involved question of the episode, um, for, for this one. Uh, like I said, I'm still on the fence. There's, uh, uh, God, they could go both ways. I don't like that you can go from a high to a low to a high, you know, in the same thing. It, you know, it, it's hard for me to suffer through shitty ones. Uh, what is your favorite vignette? Uh, in a horror anthology, not what's your favorite? What is your favorite vignette? Just oh, your one right. little short, one little story in inside. any horror anthology that you've. Uh, I think I, I, I can. I just say that sure. I think I know what Darian, if he's listening, will okay. call in and say. Okay, well, I think I've already got it. Uh, you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to say it now? And no, predict? I'll okay. let him call in, but I think I know. And then, uh, then what's your overall favorite horror anthology movie? Mm-hmm. I, and I say this because I want those two separate questions because uh, I'll be interested to see how many of of the favorite vignette and the favorite overall movie. How many of those are the same? Movie? Are the same? Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's so, good. There you go. Bone phone three eight five three five one nine two seven three. That is three eight five three five one nine two seven three. Now. Folks, we're going to get on to some Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Oh, why yeah. don't you do, why don't you, we'll sit back, relax, and chill out for one minute of Nick Cave. Chill it. They call me the wild road. But my name was Eliza Tate. Why they call me, I do not know. First day I saw her, I knew she was the one. She stared in my eyes and smiled. Her lips were the color of the roses. What's your pleasure? Asked the barman. He had a face like boiled meat. There's a go-go petticoat train that I have come to see, but I ain't seen that girl around here for more than a week. And petticoat train, she hid beneath the table. Well, then in came a sailor with mermaids tattooed on his arms Followed by the man with a wing-nut ears who was waiting in the car Well, Rabbit Moss sensed trouble, he'd seen it coming from afar And Betty Coltrane, she gasped beneath I had a bottle of burgundy wine My love, she did not know So I poisoned that dear little girl along the bank Yeah, I am the captain of my pain. I'm a 
is empty and I haven't got a penny But I find no more whiskey, I have to go home I can't blame it all on here Breath at my heart, they have a sick 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 breath at
is where you can find this band Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds the best of why the best of you may be asking why well uh, let me let me ask you something okay I, I'm cutting you off already that guy already hates my guts because this who the guy who says I always cut you off yeah well but, you do but this yeah, band's been around from 83 this came out in what 96 or something Mm-hmm. They're still putting out albums. In fact, still two, to this day, 2013, they're coming out with one. I don't know if they have or they're still coming. But the thing is, so this came out in 1996. This is like the first. The s- reason why I picked this album, okay, is because this was my first introduction oh, of it. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. Because when someone said, "Bro, you should listen to Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds," okay, I went, "What better way?" Sure. To get a handle on this man. Well, and also, isn't it great to have to, to, cause I've never listened to this band before. Because let's just say this. Let's say I pick, I pick, uh, my funeral or your funeral, my trial. Okay. And, and we run with that. Mm-hmm. You may, it's a, it's, ah, 
don't bother. It's a yeah, it's a bone saw. Sure. But this way, you're getting taste and bits. And of you can tell you can career. tell that there's a little bit of different style throughout this whole album too. Sure. Um. Well, I picked this because you know, like I said, because I knew you were going to come at me with that, so I wrote Ooh, it down. Easy. Why? Why, guy? <laughs> Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds hail from Melbourne, Australia. Ooh, Australia. That's where they live, in the land down under. <laughs> what a grown men chumming that is. Some shit. Chimers. <laughs> what are the... Formed in 1983 and are still going to this day. In fact, Nick Cave has a brand new album coming out this month called Push the Sky Away. No way. Okay. Considered alternative rock or post-punk. I would throw in a titch of goth yeah. and blues. Sure. Um, it's very atmospheric it and moody, dark. He is a poet. Well, he's a storyteller. He's a storyteller. Yes. Teller. Yeah, absolutely. Every one of his songs is just like a total... I mean, from beginning to end, you're just like, oh, man, <laughs> he's telling me the bits. Yes, he's he telling is. me the goods and bits. Good. Um, uh, okay, let's see. The Best Of has 16 tracks. It's about, Now, here's something that's weird, is the album that we have, that we have all the artwork, we have everything too, yes. is not the same one that you're going to find online. Oh, really? Which is strange. You know, I, I was looking online, and I'm like, okay, where's... Because I'm looking for a time on this, which right. is about 77 minutes. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I don't know if that's right. It's weird because I did the same thing on Spotify. I'm like, well, I don't and know this, if this is the right one. I'm just going to listen to the one that I have with the MP3s because exactly. I want to listen to the right It's tune. not the same. And th- most of that is is a live album. Yeah, exactly. Which is strange because I'm like hunting all over and I'm like, I cannot find this. Right. But I have the digital copy that's got all of the artwork. Like, really? if I wanted to take it and print it all out, it's all there. Mm. The credits and everything. It was crazy. <laughs> I really like this album. It gives you a taste of almost everything that he has to offer. Right. Um, up, to, I mean, at least up to this point. Sure. You know, up to 1996. I, I, I'm telling you, dude, th- this guy is still going. It shocked me. I mean, cause I was thinking. He's my parents' age, man. He, is he dead? I don't know. Right. When I start researching this, because I'm still learning a lot about this guy. Really? You know? Okay. Everything on this album is what I generally listen to, and I love it. Okay. What say you? What do you think? Here, here's the thing. Like, I mean, when I when I was talking about uh, in the intro, when we were just talking about, all the, you know, it, it's like Nick Cave. I thought they, I thought he was going to be kind of a, oh, who do we do the damned, you know, type of thing, mm-hmm. or uh, the oh, who was that? Uh, Who's that punk band that we did early on that, oh my gosh, the band, oh, the Cramps. Yeah. Uh, I was really expecting that. And it's like, you know, it's what? kind of influenced by uh, slightly. I mean, there's, you, you know, they, they add the Cramps as like one of the influences. Well, and, and, and here's, and here's why I bring those guys up because it's like, you know, I've listened to those albums and I enjoy the albums when we did them, but time told me, you know, that I didn't really go back to those albums much, you know, and I'm not saying I'm not a fan of the cramps or I'm not a fan of the damned. Uh, but what I'm saying is, is that, you know, I, I, as, as time has moved on, I really enjoyed it. Then I just have not been uh, motivated to go back and do it. And I thought this was going to be kind of the same type of thing. Cause you know, they started in the same era, they're post-punk, they're gothy, you know, but I started listening to it and I realized, you know what, these are all a bunch of like, almost I, not like Western 
necessarily. Yeah, yeah, but, there but, is but that what tinge I'm is, of like almost wild westy. Yeah, but but the thing is, it, it is in the in the in the sense that it's like, well, you know, let me tell you the story about yeah, a yeah, you know man named yeah. Jed. He had a lot of hair, but it wasn't on his head. Oh. Well, no, well, oh. but you know what I mean. It seems like every song he's got like a whole story to tell, sure. which is really cool. And the music was a lot different. I mean, we got uh, you know, very like you said, it's very atmospheric. We had violin, you know, we had a piano at parts. Oh, you know, just it, it seems like the, the 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 song kind of reflected the uh, theme of the of the story that this guy was going to tell. Sure. You know, and, you know, and that's the thing. I mean, and most of them, of course. And this is moody music. It is. And most of them are dark. In, this is a breakaway from almost everything we've ever done on this show Absolutely. so far. And, you know, it. I, I, I really feel like this is something that, that uh, like, my wife would listen to. Oh, yeah. But the th- And we could listen to together and both enjoy because... Yeah, it's not metal. It's not like the, the, like the in your face horror type of thing, but it's dark, man. Oh yeah. And he tells these stories, these tragic stories. And, you know, and, 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 you know, the way he does, he's got this like conversational yeah. style of scene. You know, it's not like he's not hitting notes here and there, but it's like, it's like, it's just weird. It's like, it's, I, it, we brought up Charlie Daniels early, but it's, you know, the devil went down to Georgia, that song. It's almost as if that was really subdued and dark. Yeah. And he was sitting there telling you that story. That's yeah, kind of yeah. what it is like to me. And the thing is, is, is I'm listening to this. The more I listen to it, the more that it really clicked with me. I mean, I listened to the That's first- wonderful, man, because I honestly thought you were going to go, this is don't bother no, material. No, no, no. Well, uh, well and, the, and you know, the first, you know, the first time I listened to it, I'm like, okay, well, you know, I don't know if I'm going to get a lot out of this. It's good stuff. It's really moody. But then I started to pay attention to it. Yeah. And then I started, then I started throwing it on as I'm working and just kind of the vibe it has, you know, and, and there's, and Honestly, after I went through it a few times, there's a lot of solid, like solid single tunes on here. Um, let's see. I've, I've got a, I've got a handful of favorites. Okay. Um, I let love in, which is dark, almost like I a Western folk. It's, you know, and the thing is, yeah. it's not the poppy stuff that clicks the first time. It's sure. not like, I'll throw my hands up in the uh, air. Sure, so, sure. You know, no, uh, that's horrible. But well, yeah, well, you know what I mean, though. It's not yeah, the stuff yeah. that's supposed to click. It's supposed to be like bubblegum, garbage, you know, junk food music. I mean, sure. I, I'm not a big fan of Tayo Cruz, except for when I'm, you know, at the Bobcats games and I'm rocking. Oh, I'm I know. Getting, I'm getting yeah. pumped. And I'm, oh, yeah, I'm throwing up the right devil there. horns down in Provo, and then everybody's looking at me all funny, and that's just, that gets weird. But, um, and then Do You Love Me? Yeah, dark as shit. Yeah, yep. um, probably my favorite song on the whole album. I think it was. I think this was the first one where the wild roses grow. Oh yeah, with Kylie Minogue. Yeah, I, I, sounds I, familiar. I know she had a hit tune. I don't know her at all except for this. That name sounds familiar. And PG PJ, PJ Harvey. Harvey. That's my next yeah. one. Henry Lee, the ballad of Robert Moore and Betty Coltrane. Oh, yeah. was super awesome. Uh, brother, my cup is empty. Dude, was was I haven't got a penny. And you know you're not find no more whiskey. I have to. Go and let me let me home. say this isn't. Like, <laughs> yeah. This isn't like One Direction. I mean, you're not. No, like, no. Or really, it's not even like Def Leppard. No. Like, like his like hysteria, where you're gonna be like, 
Armageddon it. The first time I listen to this, it's amazing, you know, mm-hmm. because after a while you start to get annoyed at that song, you know, and I remember driving around, you know, I'm in junior high basketball listening to that with my dad. I'm like, oh my God, you know, they did the top five at nine or something. Oh, yeah. I'm like, Armageddon, it's number one again. Number. How many times? How many times do I got to listen? You know what? You know what's funny? Speaking about that, I had a guy today. Mm-hmm. Approach me and say, "Hey, man, we're thinking about starting up a a, a Def Leppard cover band." You know oh I mean? God! You said, "Yeah, I'll do it." No, I said, "I can't. I got a six. I got a what a seven string no, guitar no. and a stool." No, I'm like, "Call no, me." I can't do it. I have too much shit to do. But but the thing is, is this is this is mood music. It's not the poppy stuff. Yeah. But it's all about vibe, and it's all about the story that Mister Nicholas Cave has to tell you, I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. My favorite tunes were the wild That's the Kylie Minogue, man. Uh, brother, my cup is empty. Jack oh. the Ripper. Oh, yeah. Your funeral, my trial. Oh, oh man, man, I love it. <laughs> um, Papa won't leave you, Henry. Papa won't leave you, boy. I love that it's shit. good stuff, man. And it, and it does have that tinge of... I hate to call it old wild west, it, but, but there it, is that. It's not like it's, it's his, sto- it's his storytelling. Did? What's that band that we did where they were all, they like, were the, it was the, uh, the uh, ghoul town, the ghoul town. It's not like ghoul town. It's not like, no. you're, it's not like you're sitting around in, in, uh, you know, Hill Valley circa right. 1980, whatever, or 1880, whatever. But uh, what I'm saying is it, it's, it's Western like that in the fact that he's telling you a story. It's like, it's almost like cowboy poetry. Yeah. What about, did you catch that line about with his cock across my face yeah. or whatever? Yeah. You know, he's down, he's a, he's a, a dark poet. He I would, is. I and that, and I, I think that's what you call him. He's a storyteller, a dark poet type of deal. And it's not like the music is, is that bombastic. It's not. Yeah. It's very laid back. It's very chill, but you listen to it and it's in, you know, if you really get into it and you're in a place where you can kind of just connect with it. Yeah. It's pretty emotional, man. If you relax and let it in. It's coming, baby. That's that. That's kind of like anal rape. Cave for and the me. bad seeds. They'll enter you, and they will make you feel good and inside. And you know what? I understand. But you know, usually when we're talking about, oh, this is a band that I've never heard of. I can't believe it. I can't believe I've never heard this band and given this a chance. Well, this is one that I understand why I've never really given it a chance. Um, I don't know that I've heard it, but I'll tell you what, man. If 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 I wasn't in a in a place to kind of give these guys their due. Sure. I, it probably would have just washed over. I was going to say, 2000 Mike is going out. Well, 2000 Mike is like, hey, is Les Borland still in uh, Limp Biscuit? Let's go. Yeah. You know? To, you yeah. Know? But, I mean, even like even like 94 Mike. Maybe 94 Mike was in because that's when he was getting into getting into like the, the darker grunge and the more depressed, you know, out of the hair metal and shit like that. But I'll tell you what, man. I mean, I understand why. That, that this wouldn't have worked for me at certain times. But, you know, now that I'm an old man and I'm. Now a, that you're older and you can take more things in. And I'm a little go, bit, ah. I'm a little bit of a storyteller myself. Yeah. I've got, I've got some mileage. Yeah. You've got I some mileage. And, 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 and I think that's what it is. And I think that Nick Cave, he delivers on the mileage. By the way, he Nick Cave has stories. way more mileage than me. And, and I, and he, listening to his stories are great, man. Yeah. And that's uh, what this is. That's what this all is. This album is album. not. 
available on Spotify because it is the mysterious album that I cannot find. But let me say something. I'm going to go ahead and make an effort tomorrow as I'm putting together this show. Um, I'm going to add a bunch of Nick Cave songs to the Best of Corpse Cast Spotify playlist because uh-huh. there's a lot of shit of his oh, on yeah. Spotify. I'm just going to have to say, okay, well, is this... And you can this... break that right up and put it in the exactly. Corpse Cast playlist where it's like, oh, that'll sound so nice over... Well, I'm, I'm going to only put songs that were on this album. Well, sure. But what I'm saying is it's like you split that up between between Stellar Absolutely. Corpses and Absolutely. Crimson Ghosts, That's, you throw in some. Can you know, I? Can, can I, you mix the songs up? Well, in basically, the list, you, or you just put them on. All you do is put on, uh, you know, random, and it just goes. Yeah, there but, you go. and that's. I'll tell you what, man. I mean, it's it, it's been weird because I, you know, every once in a while, I still pull out the grunge and stuff like that. But the one, the the playlist I listen to the most is the Best of Corpse Cast because. It's a lot of this music is new to me, but it's made a huge impact. And Nick Cave is one of those ones that is just like, I feel like I'm ready. Yeah. You know, he opened up, he, he kind of opened up a little piece of you that you didn't think was ready, but now you heard it and you decided it was ready. But yeah, I agree. I liked it. I love this album. It was great. Not available on Spotify, but all of his stuff is on Spotify. It's all there. And you are going to find most of these songs on your Funeral, My Trial, Tender Prey, The Good Son, Let Love In, and Murder Ballads. Murder Ballads. So those albums, you're going to find a lot of the tunes that are on right. this compilation right. album. And it's, Best oh, album. man. It's and I, you know, song. I went into this because this was the first time. Now I get to go back and learn with everybody else about everything else he's done. Who Do you remember who was the one that uh, suggested that we do this? Well, I put it on the list. Oh, did you? Okay, because I thought I don't know if somebody mentioned this or not, but what I'm saying is I've had like seven, seven or eight people from the the Corpse Cast group you? that have like, if I'm listening to Nick Cave, they'll mm-hmm. like, like, like John Tempton and stuff like oh, okay, that. Okay, cool. But yeah, it was just this was the album where someone said, "Man, you should check out some uh, Nick Cave." You know what? And I you went, know what? You know, I'm going for the best of. That's the way you start out, Agreed. and then you go back and you go, "Whoa!" Agreed. Love this album. You want to hear something else is uh, one thing that this album has done, well, well, sorry, that Nick Cave has done. uh, I went to Spotify and I'm like looking at like, you know how you on Spotify you get the uh, like the related artists. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at those going, you know what? That you had like Tom Watt, Waits, Tom, Tom Waits, Waits, and it had, and it had a bunch of other people, and it's like I've never listened to any of those, yeah. And this was like the first time that I've looked at the related artists and not knowing it, I'm thinking, well, maybe I should give these guys a chance. I'm telling you, Tom yeah. Waits will put you on the bar stool with a shot of bourbon and make you go, oh, where's my goddamn monkey and my what do you call <laughs> yeah. it, turny box? Sure, I don't know what that's called, but you're doing a you good know what job I'm talking describing about. <laughs> I've never heard any of his stuff either. Yeah, I mean, he's good, but I give this a total buy. This album was great. I give it a buy, too. In fact, this is one that I listen to so often. I listen to this one in the car with my, you know, there's a few F-words and stuff. So, I, you know, I kind of cut out those ones for the family, stuff like that. Sure. But, my, I mean, this was was one that was really enjoyable, uh, mainly because of the vibe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can't, it's, it, this is completely different than any, anything yes. you've heard on the podcast before, but it is delicious just the same. Delicious. The and more I listen to it, the better it got. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's all I got to say. I just say, yeah, and you know what? There's no trivia tonight because Papa is done. <laughs> tired this week. Right, I'm yeah. tired. Oh, dude. Well, listen. I had a birthday. I had a trip to, to wherever the God knows we were. <laughs> the Lady Death Rattle Party. Sure, sure. Fast yeah. 99. And sure, the, sure. The everything in the movies. That happens, man. I get it. Ugh. That happens, okay? So, totally understandable. Uh, I would have won it anyway, so, you know. Why? You okay? Yeah, we'll just give you the win. I get, I get the I win. Like that. I get the win. All right, so I, let's do it. You four-footed. Turn up radio. I'll take that. I win. <laughs> Thank you for that. You All right, so here's what we're gonna do. Since there's no trivia tonight, what we're gonna do is go ahead and play a trailer for a little movie from 1981 called Ghost Story. Here we go. Oh. Take you places where you have never been. The start. I will show you things that you have never seen. Beginning. And I will see the life run out of you. Long ago, on a cold, dark night, in this peaceful New England village, something happened. Something too terrifying to remember. Something too frightening to forget. Something that has remained a secret until now. Is anyone else seeing things? Am I the only one having nightmares? Universal Pictures presents Fred Astaire, Melvin Douglas, Douglas Fairbanks Jr., John Hausman, Ghost Story, from the terrifying best-selling novel by Peter Straub. Who is this? He's not a picture of her. That's not possible. The girl... The men, the evil, silence. Dad, I'm telling you, something happened. I'm telling you something. I think he made been murdered. The house, the fear, the nightmares, the vengeance, the terror, the truth. Not now, Rick. Yes, now. Something's happening. Something terrible. I fear that more of us are going to die. No, we we, we must talk about it. Ah, uh, she is not the person you think she is. Who are you? Oh, no, please, let's not stop. She's worried you have the wrong idea about her. Everything about her is wrong. No, please, please let me talk about her. Get away from her, Dave. <laughs> what are you? She's dangerous. Listen to me, please. Soon they will learn that they have never been forgiven. <laughs> Ghost story. The time has come to tell the tale. All right, we're back, and we're going to be talking about Ghost Story from 1981, which was a good year, man. I mean, a lot of good shit coming out of 1981. Good wine. Can year. we just... Good. Okay. Well, there you go. Good meat wine. Uh, let's see. Year, like I said, 1981. IMDb gave this a 6.0. Uh, this is directed by a guy named John Irvin, who also directed a movie. Have you ever seen Hamburger Hill? That I also, have seen. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he directed that. I think that's the only thing I've seen by him. Well, he, uh, he also, you didn't see Schwarzenegger's Rod Deal? No. 
That was good. Yeah, but he, yeah, I haven't seen anything else besides that. Uh, it was written by a guy named Lawrence D. Cohen, who actually wrote the screenplay for remember it, the uh, the TV miniseries. Oh, I'm sorry, he did that. No, no, no. This was this was uh, this was a writer, Lawrence Cohen. This wasn't John Irvin, the director. Right, but he wrote that. Yeah, he oh, did. Oh, I'm sorry. No, well. It's okay because they're two different dudes. Uh, and also he did, uh, Lawrence D. Cohen did the, the screenplay for Carrie, but this was based off of a 1979 novel. Well, oh, pardon me, by Peter Straub based, you know, you know, called Ghost Story. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is actually the one that what, from what it sounds like, this is the one thing that really got Straub launched because I mean, he's a pretty big deal in the, you know, the horror novel arena, I guess, you know, I mean, okay. he, he, uh, the horror writing thing. I mean, he's no Stephen King or anything like that, but, uh, he's a pretty well known author. Um, you know what? Let me, let me say something real quick. Okay. And I mentioned this before we did, uh, Nick Cave. <laughs> I have not seen this movie for 20 years. And yeah, I've never seen it. Okay. So. I've, in 20 years, I've seen it. And all I really remember from it is there was a bunch of old dudes in it. Oh, yeah. And so here I am, and I'm like, oh, we're doing Nick Cave, and we're doing a movie with, you know, who, who, you know, I'm not going to be too hot on, I assume, which turned out to be wrong. And then we're going to do Ghost Story, kind of like the cocoon of ghost movies. Dude, I swear to God, you just hit the fucking bone. Really? Because I had in my notes, Ghost Story equals cocoon (laughs) with ghosts instead of aliens. Well, you know, I'll tell you what, it's like... Okay, so sure. I mean, there was a lot, and I don't mean to like bring out some ageism or anything like that. I mean, but these guys were. And where was Andy Griffith? We're talking about eighty-one. Where was he? He was too busy to do it. You got, you got John Houseman. That was before Matlock. Okay, so I, I mean, mean, he dude, was you got doing John Houseman. No, the and who's John Houseman? Name that guy. Who He's Grandpa he? Stratton from uh, Silver Spoons. And not just that, dude. But he is the guy who tells the ghost story in the beginning of the fog. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because you know what? I was looking him up. I was like, more story. I don't remember the fucking. I don't remember him being the. You're right. Yeah, Yeah. of course I'm right. I just remember going, Ricky. I'd like you to sit on my knee, (laughs) and I will tell you. Because remember, he's all about the story. Grandpa Stratton was rich. He was the rich. He was rich. Daddy. He was Grandpa Stratton. Sure. He had the cash. He was the dad of the guy who had a train that you could ride on in their house. Ricky Schroeder, one tier or two. Sure. You know, (laughs) looking at him. I forgot he was in that. Yeah. In fact, I can't. It's been so long since I've seen Silver Spoons. All I can remember is Ricky and his dad, (sighs) and then uh, Aaron Gray and a hot. Oh my gosh. Aaron Gray. But so you know, and so I'm not. I'm not really looking forward to this. I'm like, oh my gosh, these guys are and all. Fred old. Astaire. Fred Astaire is Ricky Hopper. He was like '50s dancing king. Yeah, but he's like. Uh, let's see. I have. I have it all right here. Okay. I don't mean to. Like I said, I don't mean to be a dick. Okay, but but the four main characters in this: Fred Astaire, who was born in 1899. He was 82 oh, in this movie. Shit. We have never, and he still looked good. That's what dancing does for well, you. Well, yeah, he was, he was, because he still. You got to admit, he still looked. Well, he wasn't frigid at especially all, especially for being 82. Absolutely, dude. You had Melvin Douglas, who was born in 1901. Who oh, was 80? Guys. You had Douglas Fairbanks, who was born in 1989. Or sorry, John Houseman, how old? Now, uh, John Hausman was born in 1902, and he was yeah. uh, only 79 in this, so he's still a young, a young bucket heart. I want people to call in and do their best John Hausman. Oh, that, that actually would be awesome. Almost midnight, 
Time for one He's more He's just got story. that way. He does. He's, he has a perfect But where life. was he born? I, I don't think he, because I'm trying to let, you know, I'm, I'm listening to him and I'm like, dude, He's he's from America, yes? Or yes, from, yes, yes, yes. I assume he's. Where do you get that kind of an accent or style of talking? New England, I New, guess. That's where his, I've never that's heard where it this from anyone else. Was, that's where the fog is. That so. is that's where yeah, crotchety. He's that's he's where Housman. crotchety comes from. At, in New England. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, John Houseman is the king of crotchety, crotchety old men. I get it. I'm with you. I never. Just I don't the think way I, he talks. I've never like, seen man, anything he, where he's he not talk, an old man. Even he talks with his pinky out. That guy doesn't matter what he's doing. He's, he's like, probably I'm around a in the Revolutionary I'm War. My, I'm wiping my ass with my pinky out. <laughs> well, let's put it this way: this did star some septuagenarians and octogenarians. But let, let's say some. That doesn't mean that there wasn't a lot of shocking stuff. I mean, there was sure. a, there's a freaking dick in this in the first five minutes. But oh, yeah. let's move on. Omar. Bill Maher's fucking ding dong flying out the window with a mustache. Uh, Craig Wasson was, uh, it's funny because he played two guys. He played Don and David Wanderley. Uh, and you remember, you recognize him from, uh, he was the lead doctor in like the group on Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. You didn't see his dick oh, in that, man. but you did see it in this, like in the first yeah, few minutes. I, I, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but I don't like that guy. Because well, he reason. looks like Bill Maher, I get it. That's I don't like. Bill well, Maher. no, it's not that. It's just, <laughs> I, just something about his acting chops that I'm just okay. like. Huh. All right, man. I, I you know whatever. I don't know what to tell you. But uh, it also starred Patricia Neal as Stella Hawthorne uh, and Alice Creed mm-hmm. in a tour de force. She played Eva Galli and Alma Mobley. And you know what? Can I just say something? Let, let's just let's. Uh, first of all, I want to say that this is going to be spoilerific. Okay, it was sure. 1981. Okay, and there's no. I got to talk some spoilers. Is what I'm saying, people. Sure. Was it okay, Alice Creed? Let's talk about her. Okay, she was the uh, the Borg queen. The mm-hmm. Borg oh, queen. Totally, yeah. She was the cult leader in Silent Hill, and she was the the sleep sleepwalker. Remember that sleepwalker? Yeah, movie? she was a mama. Yeah, weird as shit. And it was weird. Was it weird to see her totally nude in this? By the uh, way? It, yeah. The weird thing was her eyes and how well, she would she always, never really looked at anything. You know it what? Too, like, and let me tell you something too. We kind of got gypped because we watched a DVD version of this. And in the VHS, and I remember this from back in the day. I remember watching the VHS, VHS of this movie, renting it and watching it. I remember seeing her glorious bush. Oh, they cut it? But no, they, well, they did cut it, but not, not through censorship. But what it was is that was in 4.3, the whole square, which All had right. more up and down. But since this was in like the letterbox version, it just cut it out. They didn't cut out any parts and stuff like this. We didn't get to see the bush, but. All I'm you saying. You get to see plenty of her. You, oh, other dude, she was the, new other the whole the movie, I swear, other than the bush, right? Um, anyway, um, and I'm going to talk more about her later because okay. I've got a lot to say about her and I apologize. Uh, I'll probably get pretty crass and, and you know, I, I'm sorry to tell you that, but, uh, if you've listened to this podcast before, uh, you know that that's where it's going. Hey, we don't anyway. call it crass nation for nothing. That, oh, do we call it that? Anyhow, apparently, uh, by the way, I, I've heard that this is pretty similar to the plot in the book, except for it's just been kind of cut down because obviously, you know, you don't have 500 pages in a book. 
but whatever. But the story opens up in a picturesque New England town. Right. We get a vision of four elderly gentlemen all having nightmares in their bed, which is weird and off-putting. Can I just say I, that I right now? I went cocoon right away. It's yeah, like, cocoon. What? I just I don't really want to watch old dudes sleeping or yeah. you know sweating or, and sleeping and just, screaming in it's the just night. Weird. Whatever. Uh, but I'll tell you what. The next day, those guys are all looking dapper in their tuxedos at a meeting at the Chowder Club. Um, Chowderheads. You know what? Let me. Do, we, we skip. We skip the first part, though, right? I mean, didn't this movie open up with mustachioed yeah. uh, David? Yes. Here he is, uh, Bill Maher lookalike. He's he's walking out. He just took a tub. Yeah, he he's, took the tub, he, and he's got his his towel around him. Okay, towel around him. <laughs> and naked we, lady laying on the bed. Naked lady laying face on the, down, and you don't see her face, man. Yeah. Which I really didn't care about her face, but I was hoping we could see some shit right there in the first scene. That would have been great. Yeah. Uh, turns out she turns around. She's got a zombie face, and all we do is is freaking Dave. He gets all scared, and he, he backs out a window and falls through the pool house roof through some more glass. We see his dick you know, flapping in the wind as he falls. Yeah. The worst, best, <laughs> smash through a window, fall to your death I've ever seen Dude, in my life. What, because the special effects? Yeah, just all of it was just like, oh, that's that is. Have absolutely you ever seen Dreamscape? Horrible. By the way, I love. Dreamscape. That's what it looked like yeah. a little bit. Those kind of special effects, the Dreamscape type of special effects. Yeah, was going down, and yeah, you saw his dick. And then when he hits that cement, there was nothing. It was just like, <laughs> oh, he just hit the. He just fell from like three hundred floors, yeah. but just psh, lands on the ground. As- and he's got some cuts on his back. <laughs> Well, you know what? Listen, that's just what happens. Anyways, let's get back to the to, to the chowder club. Can we see okay, that? Yeah, Actually, they've all been sweating and had their problems. Um, basically, we 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 get a scene where these four dapper dudes in their tuxedos are at a meeting of the chowder club. A chowder club is kind of like their like like group. It's kind of like they got four buddies and they just need a name for their club and whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's an excuse to drink classy drinks, whatever they were drinking brandy complaining about you know hang with their buddies and complain about uh you know dudes this day that you know in 10 years nobody's going to be wearing ties except to their own wedding you know yeah. that's what old dudes kind of do though I, that's what i'm going to do when i'm old yeah but they were talking about ghost stories and stuff well and, that, and that's what i was getting into but but bastards far and beyond they get together and old dudes like to tell stories okay oh they do no doubt about it that's basically the main reason that these guys get together in their like in their like wonderful clubhouse where they you know it's like an old school rich man's paradise oh yeah know? they've got the the fire going they're telling ghost Stinks stories of old mothballs and and old people and cigars and, you know and brand fine corinthian leather and just disgust <laughs> well and they t- like I said, like you said they tell ghost stories which is cool because houseman is like the perfect dude at telling you ghost story he's got oh, yeah. the greatest voice for that um, you know, in, in the Ford friends are a guy named Ricky Hawthorne, a business owner who is Fred Astaire. Uh, we got, uh, Sears James, a lawyer along with Dr. Jeffrey, uh, and Edward Charles Wanderley, who is the mayor and yeah. the father of the Bill Maher twins. Meanwhile, back in the, like I said, back in the big city, we have that whole shower high rise thing. And it's a whole weird thing because, you know, there's like some mystery lady and he falls out. You see his dick, whatever. The abrupt scene changed. The phone is ringing after that. It's the dude. Okay. Sans mustache. Mm-hmm. He answers the phone. It's a Bill Maher guy. And yeah. for, I was a little bit confused. I'm like, didn't that guy just die? Apparently right. it's his twin brother though. Uh, you know, so great. There we go. 
Um, it's his dad calling him from, where was it? It was somewhere in, in, in New England. I can't remember the name of the town. Somewhere far, far away. Yeah. And wherever they, wherever he was at. He's yeah. Like, it was England, New England, somewhere. He's like, so your brother, son, your brother just fell out of a freaking window. Why don't you come up? Let's mourn together. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, you know, he goes back, you know, he, he heads up there and whatever on a bus, uh, you know, and his father, of course, I mean, there's a lot of shit going on. I mean, the father is disappointed in him because he became a writer and yeah, he's a writer and artsy and, and you know, know, and his life's kind of falling apart. Like uh, the uh, son that fell out the window and died. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and the thing is, is, we find out more about why he's maybe not so successful at the job that he has. We find a little bit about that later. Um, you know, but, uh, uh, so he heads up to this old, uh, this back old town. And then we get a bunch of scenes of more scenes of old dudes having nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, a lot, lot of, of old dudes having nightmares in this. Um, but, uh, and the, their old wives going, what are you doing there? <laughs> You're freaking out. Yeah. Oh, dude. And, you know, and there's a lot of like old folks in this. Did I mention that? Anyways, the father of the twins, Edward, one night has a terrible nightmare. Uh, so bad that he actually gets up, walks outside in his PJs and slippers on a snowy day. Mm-hmm. He stops at the bridge, sees a ghostly lady. It freaks him out. So he falls over the side, you know, and through the icy river. And of course yeah. he dies. She's got like a devilly face, right? She's got like yeah. a zombie melty face. Well, I don't know. I, dude, all I'm saying is, is that some freaky shit? Well, yeah, it's freaky. If you're fucking 80 years old and you're sitting on a bridge in the middle of a snowstorm because you're chasing your son or whatever the hell you're doing out there, and then some lady comes up and she's half naked, and you go, hey, how you doing? And her (laughs) face melts on you. Sure. You'd fall over the bridge, too. You know, and those dudes, the old dudes are starting to freak out because, I mean, as you do, because you're old, number one, and you're prone to freaking out, number two, all all your friends are starting to die, you know? Sure. So Fred Astaire is like, you know, we, I, I want to talk to you, Don, which is Bill Maher, the only Bill Maher that's left alive. He's like, listen, we got to talk. Okay. And you know, they, they, they do their thing. Bill Maher says, you know what? I'm going to join the chowder club. Yeah. He wants to join. What's the price of admission to the chowder heads? A story, a ghost story. And so guess what? Bill Maher has a freaking great story to tell. Has he got one? Tell us what it is. All I'm saying, here, here's the deal. So, so here he is successful. Oh, you're not going to tell us? Well, no, I am going to oh. tell you. He is a successful college professor. Sure. He is sitting there. He's talking about, you know, shitty stuff that will never make you any money in the real world, like English and art and shit like that. I don't know what it was. Uh, you know, I know this for a fact because that's what my wife got her degree in. And, and, you know, I wish she was rich and shit, but she ain't, she ain't. So, you know, but if she would have made it rich, that would be great. I, I mean, she's just not talented enough for her degrees. You know what? I, I just that make you go. Hmm. Nope. I, my wife is talented as shit. You can give anyone a degree, (laughs) but if they can't make it work. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, one day he's there teaching. Right. And he sees the new secretary. Yes. A beautiful, well, I don't know if she's beautiful, but she is creepy looking. Creepy and She's strange. got the eyes. She's, she's really unique looking, but for some reason. In- can I, can I stop you and just Please. ask, do you think that they told her to look off somewhere else whenever the scene, because it really looked creepy yeah. that she was not ever looking like, anywhere that you think that be, she dude. would be looking. I don't know if they did or not, but let me tell you something about this girl. This is Alice Creek, someone who I've seen over and over and over. And of course, yeah. she's a lot younger in this than anything yeah. else I've seen her in. 
But for some reason, she struck me as like super hot. Not not necessarily hot, but not necessarily weird. because. Well, well, listen. Not necessarily because she's like the most beautiful woman. Well, we and we get to see her naked like half the movie, which is amazing. Sure. She's got great tits and stuff. But there was something about her that was creepy and scary and yeah. and whatever. They paled her out too. Oh they yeah, really they, made they totally pale her out. But I mean, just just that was hot as shit. It's every man's dream to yeah. have the girl at the dinner when you're having dinner together. Right. Just grab your hand and throw it under the table and be like, "Yeah, here." You could do it right here. Touch my vajayjay. Bang, Bang it right here. That's hot. Except for the Bang. hottest part was this is she actually gave him a, a dirty Sanchez with chocolate ice cream. Huh? She, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so basically his whole story is this. He meets this, this real mysterious, creepy looking hot bitch. Yeah. And, you know, they start going back and forth and we have some crazy neck bending sex scenes, which is really awkward looking and stuff like that. And they were actually going to get married. But you know what? She started to show signs of cracking. She would never let him know who she is, where she's from, any details about her life. You know, and for a long time, especially if you're having sex, it doesn't matter. That shit don't matter. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. you know, you're going out, you're doing your thing. You know, I get it. I understand. But for what, for I, for one, but the mix. ultimate break was when she was like out at the window naked going, I'm coming to you. I'm going to watch you die in yeah. the street. She was starting to crack. And so he's like, you know he's what? Like, I, uh, I don't know if we should get married. You know, I don't know if that's what we want to do yeah. because you crazy, you hot as shit, but you crazy. You had the windows open. You got your movies hanging out. You're talking <laughs> well, about, and I your want fur you burger, die, I watch you slowly die. Your fur uh, burger's out, but I had to Google it. Yeah, Google image that because you don't see it in the DVD. That's but, when he went. Hmm. He's like, I don't know if I want to get married, but you know what she does? His marriage, right? She disappears. Yeah, but she's got she's got kind of an ulterior motive because she heads to New York, and guess who she finds? She finds mustachioed Bill Maher, twin brother, and that's where the first scene happens. Yeah, you know, and that Balls is through the window. And that's where that all happens. And I'll tell you what, that was just enough of a ghost story to get him into the chowder club. Okay. Yeah. Now time moves on. People are like, why are we all dying? We get another guy that dies of a heart attack. Uh, <coughs> shit's starting to get real, bro. Yeah. They see a picture of a young lady with the chowder club back in the thirties or some shit, like 50 years ago, back in the thirties. And it was weird because we, you know, that like, like the, the Alice Krieg story where, you know, all the titties were happening was a, was a flashback. We get another flashback of back in the thirties where these guys, like four dudes are all after kind of, I don't know if they're all after, but they all seem attracted to strange. one chick. Well, you know what was strange about it? Is that she kind of chose one to have sexual intercourse with, but the rest of the dudes, instead of being cock blockers, they were all like singing and, and trying to set this other guy up. What, a, what an awesome I think set they it were is. totally fucking cock blockers. You think is they're well, outside the window going, she's a lady of my dreams. Dude, they were, there, like there was one guy rowing a boat. In. There was a guy rowing a boat. Okay. And he, and there was a guy in the back reading poetry. Well, I know. So we're sitting on the picnic blanket yeah. and they're like, oh, he's got it in. It was just disgusting to watch them all go, <laughs> oh, we're just going to take a walk. And then yeah. he gets up, I'm going to take a walk with you. Well, him. that's because we find out later that dude may have a problem getting a boggy. Yeah, he's getting a boner. He's he got a problem he with it. He can't get it up. And I'll tell you what, one night back in the 30s, 
I'll bet you that little Fred Astaire bastard could get it. Wow, well, that 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 Fred Astaire dance, bastard probably came in his pants four God times. Damn, yeah, absolutely. But you know, back in the day, the, the, the you know sexual intercourse was a big deal back in the thirties. Okay, I assume. Oh, I right? see that. You know, so, they're like, well, we're going to take. Oh, he might be getting sexual intercourse. Yeah, it's we not, must. We're going to walk off and whistle, yeah, and pretend that we don't know what's going on because that is immoral. Okay, can we just say that right now? But here's the thing. It all comes crashing down because one night this guy tries to lay the wood yeah. to, to, in, in, back in this incarnation, her name is Eva. Eva but the problem yeah. is, is the wood turns out to be nothing but some rubber hose. Rubber hose. And it does Can't not work get it out. up. Of course, you know, after the whole thing's said and done, they, he goes back to the chowder club and he's like, Hey, listen, I laid to the wood tour. It was great. You know, they get drunk and, and they he, sit and laugh. Dude, that was the worst part for yeah. us. The, the, <laughs> Like horrible, yeah. <laughs> like little, like, like little like, kids, like, like tweener yes. laughing <laughs> between those two guys. Oh, absolutely! I'd never hang out with you guys, even back in the thirties, dude. If I if they were laughing like that, I would have said I am never hanging out with you guys again. <laughs> the problem is those guys are getting drunk. You know what happens when you get drunk? You show up to hot ladies' houses in the middle of the night, yeah. and you knock on their door. Yeah. And you're all sitting around drunk and she's getting a little pissed off and she's like, you know what? Let me tell you what really happened. Yeah. And right before she said that this guy couldn't get a boner, the guy pushed her, hits her head on the, the marble, the marble, like, like the hearth. Okay. And heart, she sorry. is supposedly dead. Yeah. So you know what they do? We don't want to ruin four more lives because of an accident, do we? Yeah. Let's go ahead and put her in a car. He's going to Duke and he's going to Harvard and he's yeah, going. They're to, all going to be doctors and lawyers and dumb shits and law firm. Absolutely, we can't do this. We gotta, we gotta bury her. We gotta ass. put her in a car and roll it out into the middle of yeah. the lake. But the problem is, is as they're rolling it out into the middle of the lake, she moves. She wasn't dead after all. <sighs> But it was too late. Yeah. You cannot salvage that. They tried to save her, but guess what? She died. It's too late, assholes. So here, the the basically the the, the plot of the stories, and this is a pretty typical ghost story. There was a there was a uh, somebody who was who died. Maybe didn't maybe not at their time. Who you know the whole story, and she was much maligned and whatnot. And basically, she's come back to haunt these folks and to take their lives one by one. And 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 I assume that they wanted the Bill Maher twins because to hurt the you know the mayor and whatnot. So that was all going on. Sure. Yeah. And you know, I mean, this is a pretty typical ghost story where it's like, oh, well, we need to find out. You know, maybe we need to free her body or we need to, need to free her soul so that she will quit uh, haunting us. I guess is what you're saying. Um, um, you know, and that's basically it. I mean, uh, that's really all there is to, to the story. Um, you know, and the thing is though, is, is early on, I guess that this is what was going on. I mean, cause let's put it this way. Alice Creek is a pretty creepy looking girl and she acted freaky. Like, I mean, we saw her in the tub and that dude was like flicking her titties with her, with his feet and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's she disgusting. She goes, oh, it was hot as shit. I thought, I don't, I don't know. I'd like to put The guy, my- Bill Mars feet <laughs> squeaking her titties. Well, I pretended, they were my, I pretended they were my feet. Oh. She goes underwater. She comes out and she's freaking out like she's Carrie or something like that. You know, and so you know there's some shit going on. So it's easy to kind of call this movie. It's kind of easy to, 
to, to, you know, to kind of figure out what's going on. Um, and like I said, it's a pretty typical ghost story. Four dudes kill a girl. They're racked with guilt. Her ghost appears, starts killing them off. Uh, they solve a mystery and they have to do something to set her soul free. Um, the thing is, is that's not, I mean, and that's what it is. But the beauty of this movie is not in the story itself, but it's how they tell it. You know, it's kind of the flat, the way they did the flashbacks was pretty cool. I thought, you know, I thought it was, I thought it was a kind of a a cool, uh, I especially liked the, 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 the love affair flashback with, um, non mustachio Bill Maher, you know. Yeah, it was all right. Other than him, every time he smiled with them teeth on (laughs) him. Like when they're feeding each other, he says, he feeds her the ice cream. Right. And he says, close your eyes and make a wish. Yeah. And she eats it. Yeah. And, you know he's thinking, because he hasn't sexed her yet. Not so yet. So he's thinking, my peener, that's my peener. That's my peener going in there. And then she goes, close your eyes. I didn't like how he was trying to make it a little erotic, the, too. The, when she puts the mustache yeah, on him with, with the chocolate, yeah, sure. the dirty Sanchez. And then she goes. <laughs> it was the worst laugh I've ever heard from a woman but in dude, my life. Let me let me tell you something. I got I got something to confess. What? For some reason, Alice Creek in this movie really kind of made an impression on me, man. Dude, she is she's she's weird nice hot. to she's look creepy. at. She's she acts funny, but she's hot. I couldn't figure it out. I, yeah. I don't know what's going on. The thing that pisses me off is that I want. This is the perfect time to get my Andy Griffith in a movie. He would have played any one of those parts perfectly. Sure. He, he would have been right. This it dude, this movie right here is a is a Matlock episode. Absolutely. It's a mystery. It's, with, they got to solve the movie, mystery. titty, everything, and but dick. it looked like the producers, directors of Matlock sure made this movie. I, and it's not like I didn't like this movie, but I see, I totally see what you're saying. If it hadn't been for Alice Creek, you know, and her, her like total, uh, lack of clothes in many of her scenes, I'd have been like, uh, you know, and it's weird because I don't know that I'd want to see her naked, like, anymore. Like, I mean, even as the board queen and stuff, she freaks me out a little, you know. You know, and, uh, John Hausman, he's better off doing little, vignettes or whatever you know just the intros outros sure. of something it's like to see him and it's just like, oh this guy you know i just sure. you know sure be grandpa stratton or be nothing you know <laughs> i just don't i couldn't get behind i just it's like it's cocoon with ghosts and, instead of aliens and i don't and, and here's the thing i'm a, i agree with you because it's like you know you think i mean i don't watch horror movies because i'm a big rebel i watch horror movies because i enjoy them I enjoy the stories, whatever. But the thing is, is when you've got a handful of really super old dudes, it's like, what can be, I mean, what, what can old dudes do that really intrigues me? And, you know, it worked out. I mean, there was an old, they've been racked with guilt for 50 years. I get it. It's just hard. It was hard for me to sit there and, 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 uh, you know, watch, uh, Hilda or whatever her name was. Or It's know, just uh, the bottom or, line is, is that you're okay. Let's flash back to the thirties. And we got buggies and everything else. And you four 
budding young men that are going to be right. come president or become or taking over daddy's firm or whatever. Right, right. You couldn't find another lady, especially when she drags the one dude off at the dance. Right. And there's the chicks hanging right there going, hello. But in their defense, she was mysterious. She she was pretty hot. She was the mysterious other girls because she may or may not give up some pom-pom. Well, I think the other girls would have given up some pom-pom as sure. well. But what I'm saying is, is there was... But they were like, hey, there, I'm with them, man. Surefire there thing. was something about Alice Creek's character that I'm just like, well, that all four of them will hang out all no, that's night weird. That's long. Weird. Yeah, and no, go, wow, right. she's been dancing the, all the night. Thirties is a different time. I don't know how how sex and chicks was back then. I don't know. Now, to me, it's like, hey, what are you doing? Are uh, we have twenty minutes before I got to go to bed? You want to do it? Yeah. That's what it is now. So I totally don't understand what's going on. Well, what, you know, what I'm saying is, but is, I think the universal thing of, I think I've got a shot with this works the same. Well, and I'll tell Whether you what, you're too. in the 1930s or right now, if you got two dudes standing next to a girl well, and, here's and the, the girl is going, I'm digging on him. Everyone knows it and they go away. That, and that you're right, right there. That's where it should have stopped. Those dudes yeah. should have, but, but they didn't. It was like, if it was like, it was weird. It was like, they all, even loved, when they all she fell was in love with her and they loved her so much that they wanted to hang out with her, even though she'd already chosen weird mustache. See, and wouldn't and, a real gentleman say, you know what? It's past her bedtime. How dare us go over there? In the 1930s, well, they were, how dare us they go drunk. over there? They, they had their brandy. That's what they drink. They drink their brandy. Oh, they drink their ba- brandy. And that, and and that go, shit you know, how dare us? You up, okay? Look at that. And he's like, I need my dance. Yeah, we got real weird. <laughs> I, you know, this, this is, this movie is, is, is kind of has, I think, um, kind of has a special place in a lot of people's heart. For me, I have a super hard time with, uh, first of all, let me, let me tell you what I liked about it. Okay. I liked the New England setting. I love that type of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved the fact that they're here, they're all trying to solve a mystery. I, you know, I, I'm a sucker for a ghost story. I mean, that, that's what I'm, the thing is though, is I, the old dudes, man. It just did not seem yeah. raw and and exciting because these guys are old. They're like, oh, look at my prostate. It's huge as shit. I can't run. I can't do any, you yeah, know, whatever. Yeah, just like, oh, what is it? Oh, God, I'm t- and, chasing my son down the bridge. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's not like I didn't care for this movie. But I will say, as far as where I'm coming down, Alice Creek moved this from a... Kind of, I mean, she, she was, she was my favorite part of it and she was what gave this to me a high rent. I'm going to say a don't bother. I just, I have to say don't bother because even her like performance in it or her boobs or whatever, it was just like, she, she touched me. I could, I could totally do with that. I, I defy anyone to watch this and not go, I'm going to turn it off and find something else. Oh. I mean, literally, I watched it all the way through, and it was just like, did, did you happen? I'll to tell you, it would, it would be, it would you? be, it would no. Oh, because they did this a little while back. Because someone's like, "Hey, you want to do this movie?" And we put it on the list. Of course, when we put something on the list, it takes us weeks to get to. But they're like, "Hey, we'll do it." So I didn't hear the review of it. Did I they do it? Say. Yeah, they did. It I didn't even know they did it. Yeah. No, I would just say, I would say, for me, it's a don't bother, and 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 here's the reasons why, is because. Yes, you see her naked, but she's not that attractive. But to she's me. no to me. She's mysterious, and no, and she's I love creepy. creepy. She's not mysterious. She, no, she it's to me, I, I like, and 
never looks anywhere that's <laughs> any. I don't. I don't know what it was, but she really made an impression on me. That's all I'll say. I will say high rent if it had my 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 buddy Andy Griffith. <laughs> Andy Griffith. In it. If Andy Griffith would have played any one of those <laughs> roles, I would have said this is uh, a high that rent. That is too much. But it, it just didn't. I mean, I did love the gory. You know, there was some I like stuff. the face just falling apart in the and snow. There was a lot of good stuff. And, and we, like, we didn't talk about the climax of the movie and a lot yeah. of the details. And there's still a lot more to this movie. I mean, obviously, we spoiled a lot of it, but we don't want to spoil everything. Well, you um, said it was a spoiler. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is we didn't go over all of the... When they found the body. Oh, sure, 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 this, sure. And, you know, all the real kind of scary, quote-unquote, scary moments, stuff like that. It was hard. It was just hard to watch. Okay. And it really felt like... It a, was two hours uh, long, other too. Than, long. Other than the nudity... This could be on NBC. Agreed. Agreed. This could be an NBC just, uh, yeah, here's your Sunday night uh, movie. Sure. So Sure. Well, you know, and like I said, if it wasn't for Alice Creek, I'd probably give. I'd probably be with you, but... Man, and she's know. beautiful. I don't she know. Is, well, but it not was just, just that, but there's just... She was, to me, she was mysterious and, and exotic, and I don't know. I don't know. It was just like... Just the I way she really would look liked up, her, man. It was like she never looked... Anywhere that was close to anything, and it that was always going seemed on. like she had something going on in her mind that she was about to crack all the time. I don't know, whatever. Well, she care. was, she was dead she and killed. Yeah, yeah, and she's yeah. out to kill. Hindsight's twenty twenty. I get it. But there you go. That's ghost story. Anything else to say? I mean, because I don't know. I don't want to bash on this movie. I don't think it was the, too bad, but it's just I don't know, man. The cocoon, the whole cocoon thing, yeah. really. Burnt me. The the old guys. I mean, and that's a good twenty minutes. And of we'll the be. Is, and listen, we're gonna be those old guys sooner or later. You know, we we're gonna be there, man. You should hope that you don't sweat and cry like that and try and choke your old lady, <laughs> Amber. You over there choking Amber. Ah! <laughs> that's what you don't want. That's yeah, what you I, get I when you're a chowderhead. Yeah, I yeah, I'm not part of the chowder society. That, that's, that's what you get. Oh man. Oh. That's it. That's all we got, people. Yeah. And I'll tell you Long what, time. it's still early here, but I have about had it. I'm still trying to recover from the freaking, uh, man. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a time. hell of a week, man. Can we just say it's been a hell of a week it's and just kind of leave it at that? We, yeah, we can. But anyway, that's, that's it. Let me go ahead and give you a reminder of the question of the episode. Uh, anthology horror, uh, what is your favorite vignette in a horror anthology? And what is your favorite overall anthology movie? Uh, bone phone, 385-351-9273. That is 385-351-9273. So for the Corpse Cast, we will catch you guys later. See ya! Oh,